Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we have some more Palace of the Dead to talk about, our thoughts on it after the first week, and covering the lore behind it. I'm sure you can already tell who our guest is if you haven't read the title. On top of that, we're going to be talking about the Yokai Watch event as we are going to dub it, and I apologize for my language, Yokai, go fuck yourself, because there's no way I'm finishing that whole thing. But anyway, I am your first host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. Joining me, as he does every week, is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. My boy Blue finished his relic yet last night, words. Yeah, he finished it. I was so excited, I couldn't, I couldn't word myself. I got my face spear. He got his face spear. Now he just needs to get his yeah. Palace of the Dead spear, if he hasn't gotten it already, so he has that no. glamour. No, but I do have five yokai right now. Yeah, I'm just I'm just chilling downstairs in my FC house with my UV on the couch. Just chilling. There you go. And be my first one. Yeah, well, we'll talk about your first yokai, like we found out in the pre-show, uh, or even yeah. pre-pre-show. And yeah. of course, whenever we talk lore, you already know who to expect. He's practically a regular at this point. That would be Ethis Asher. 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 Hello, everyone. Uh, you know that you're, uh, this, this is true, true law talk. You know that your face spear is actually David Bowie, right? I've heard this from you before, yeah. Well, look at it, it's fucking David Bowie. It's Bowie. Um, yeah, I mean, some people were expecting it to be, uh, you know, Yazelle. Some people were expecting it to be Orchifon. It's David Bowie. I mean, can you really complain about that, though? No, not now at he, all. Now he has, what's that, what's that, his third reference in Final Fantasy fourteen? Third? I don't well, know. Was, I, was... I feel like there's a fate named after one of his songs. That's all. I just I feel like with all the fate names out there, like one They'd of them is after. They would yeah. absolutely have to be. That is Bowie. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it is, right? It's fucking Bowie. <laughs> That's Bowie. Bowie. Okay, Bowie doesn't Bowie. sound quite like that. He doesn't sound quite like that. Okay. No, not correct. So no. first of all, I want to give a special thanks to Ethis because he's the one who put the show notes together for this week. We told him oh. we were doing lore, and he went out of his way to even add the Yokai Watch uh, event to his notes, <laughs> which has some amazing lore behind it. Out of my way, definitely one way to put it. Mm. Yep, that's one way to put it. So, mm. uh, funny thing, just last Tuesday, we asked ourselves, when is the Yokai Watch event going to happen? And within a week, they announced it and released it. <laughs> it's like, thank you for the heads up. That was great. Thank you so well, much. We were expecting it a bit earlier, weren't we? They were saying like mid-July. They said summer, to be fair. In, what was it, Live Letter 29? No, I'm pretty sure in Live Letter 29 they said like explicitly mid-July. I don't know. I only, yeah. I only remember them saying mid-summer. I remember mid oh, That might have been what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and, we, and we were expecting after Palace of the Dead, though not a week after mm -hmm. Palace of the Dead, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that officially puts today at six weeks since patch 3.3. Yeah. And we wow. still don't know when the next live letter is. So now, now that we don't know when that is, they can announce that tomorrow so we can look like idiots. <laughs> I hope. I hope that, that, that my idea here works and we get a live letter announcement. I honestly, at this point, don't think we're going to see a live letter until the anniversary, uh, the anniversary show, True. the 14 hour one. Really? I mean, it's it's end of July now. It's only three weeks until three to three and a half weeks till the uh, till yeah, the rising. I'd imagine true. it's been a little while though, hasn't it? There was there was a period there we were getting them like every every month, pretty much on the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. We, the last yeah. one we got was uh, E3, which is in the middle of yeah. June. 
Oh yeah. But do you really count that as a true live letter? It was about Palace of the Dead. Usually it was a the lackluster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Yokai Watch event. It came out today, and we've known the details, yes. the the at least the the overall details of it uh, since Thursday. But Ethis, before we get into those details, why don't you explain to us what the Yokai are even doing in Eorzea? Oh man. Yeah, that's a really good question, and I'm not the only one that thinks that. So, uh, Akihiro Hino, he's got his little avatar hanging around. Uh, hold gods. on, we have days since incident zero, by the way. Oh, what did you do? This, wow. I have Burns' name bar instead of yours. Ha! So you are now Mr. Burn. You are the magic man. Yeah, you're a magic man now. I mean, to be fair, it's uh, can I? Can I? Can it's I a reasonable. It's a reasonable upgrade for you. So. Wow. Oh, upgrade. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. It's fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got, we've got uh, Akihiro Hino. He's the CEO of level five. He's got his little avatar hanging out in uh, Gold Saucer. When he tells us his name, he's like, ah, uh, it's um, uh, Nohi. Yeah. Nohi. That's right. <laughs> so obviously that's a pretty lazy anagram. Uh, anyway, so he tells us that he is uh, basically a tradesman from far beyond the borders of Eorzea. Uh, and he manages a company that makes eccentric goodies. Uh, he's petitioned the gold saucer to use these little demon things uh, for Lord of Dominion battles. And he's apparently just kicking everyone's ass and everyone's getting really salty about. Um, anyway, one of these he's traveling with and has gotten lost somewhere in the Twelves Wood. So we're sent to the Twelves Wood. We're sent to Bent Branch. We're asking around and people are thinking that we're talking about a Moogle because we're talking about like this little white floating thing that won't shut the fuck up. Um, so eventually we find out that uh, one of the Pajali got a look at this thing and decided it was an unnatural presence, which is getting pretty messy here like this, uh, disturbing the elementals and uh, decided to steal him away. So we actually find the little critter in an elegant chest uh, at the bottom of the guardian tree inside a little, uh, what is definitely not a Pokeball. It's def definitely not a Pokeball, is it, Sly? <laughs> no, it's kind of it's kind of like chest shape, I guess, sort of kind of. No, inside, inside the chest, there's a little Allegan node. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an ADS. It's an ADS, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it just happens. Allegan Pokeballs. It's, it's just an Allegan Pokeball. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Um, and uh, Whisper breaks out. Whisper being the little jism monster tells us that he's a supernatural <laughs> Wait, before or, anything, uh, are, we, are we going to stick that as a I don't want to use the word stick with this at all. We're just calling Whisper jism monster. I like how all... What, it, at this point, you might as well consider... You, you might as well consider Boo from fucking Super Mario a jism monster because they're both white ghosts that float around. You know what? I, that, that just made Super Mario way more enjoyable for me. <laughs> that was even possible. So, yes, I, I'll allow it. Um, so, yeah, Little Jizzle Monster comes out. It tells us that uh, he's a supernatural being from some other land or some bullshit. Gives us a watch and says, hey, if you fix that, when you wear that watch, you'll be able to see other supernatural beings that just happen to be uh, all around the place. So we return to this Noe guy. He fixes the watch. Uh, and he tells us, basically the way it comes across is that he's brought like a whole bunch of these little slave yokai with him and that he'll sell them to us for yokai medals. 
So, yeah, that's what's happening. Here. I mean, that's basically what Pokemon <laughs> is. You understand that, right? And Yokai is a Pokemon like. Oh game. yeah, totally. Yeah. Pokemon's literally like you're a wild creature. I'm going to subdue mm-hmm. you, and you will do what I tell you to from now on. Yeah, but he's he's selling them like he's a slave trader. Is my point. He's. I mean, you can trade Pokemon. Away. People trade Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Can you sell them though? Uh, you can turn them into candies now. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> you can now, stick, it, we, stick them in a blender. When we found out about this event uh, in the live letter like ages ago, um, we came across a realization that um, Hino was a 14 player. Does that, do you think that yeah. it's actually Hino's character character? He's an Aura in 14? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that um, that was, again, when they were talking about this several live letters back, I'm pretty sure that that's what they were hinting at. And they've also given him like the internal law of managing this foreign uh, company that makes these, you know, toys and stuff like that. So they're trying to keep it all, um, I don't know, trying to keep it true to character. Yeah. 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 We'll put it that way. Fine. True to character. You know, the, the, you say it's a lazy anagram, but I mean, it's not like they have many choices with four letters. I mean, they couldn't do Neo because of the other game that's coming out. They couldn't do what well, they could have done Oni or Yeah, that's true. Or maybe uh oh uh No, no, I don't, no, no yeah, Oni's I Rare say, Studios. I did say a lazy anagram. What I really meant to say was that Really the, the the way they're doing it is lazy. In terms of them kind of shoehorning it in. Yeah. And we'll yeah, and we'll get to that. But I mean like you can't really do it any other way. Yeah. Right. But how do we how do we compare this to to other events, so to speak? The the Dragon Quest event, the eleven, the uh, the uh, thirteen three Lightning Return. Well, was thirteen three? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for like yeah. it was a yeah, Lightning yeah, Returns yeah, yeah. one. Lightning Returns. Um, but yeah, how do we compare it? Because essentially, I guess this is the more, I guess in. I wouldn't say intuitive event, but it, it has a lot more to offer than just, oh, do a few fates here, do a, do a quest here, go get this. Yeah, you got, yeah. You got Glamour. Well, Sly, yeah. it's that, but it's that 26 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's basically <laughs> yeah. that a whole bunch of times. Um, all right, so on top of that, after you get all the minions, which you mentioned, you get a mount, you get the Whisper yeah. Go mount, uh, yeah. and then you can start collecting weapons. And the weapons are collected in the same way that the minions are, except that instead of the watch, you need the minions and that they're in specific zones and whatnot. We actually have a, there's a guide over on uh, Reddit that's to, that's trying to outline things as they happen, uh, including yeah. the prices of the minions based on the amount of metals you need. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, you can get weapons too. And something Ethis didn't know prior to our pre-show also was that there's a, there's two mounts from this event. Two mounts. Hey. Well, is it, is it two mounts? I mean, because it's kind of the same mount. It's just like whis- a couple it, extra things. Right? It's Whisper Go, and then it's the Whisper mm-hmm. A Go Go. And it is a flashy upgrade according to the item's, uh, the item's description. And on top mm-hmm. of that, the, the achievement associated with it is called More Inventory Space, Please. <laughs> they're listening they're listening to so, one that is so one. fucking cheeky everyone was so happy when they saw that the medallions were going to have their own separate inventory system 
And then mm -hmm. they was like, but the weapons don't. <laughs> the weapons don't. No, but we have an arm law for the weapons. Thankfully, we yeah, have an arm true. law for the weapons. Well, I'm at least hope you do have an arm law for the weapons. So, gentlemen, uh, how much have you done the Yokai Watch event so far? Don't make that face yes. again. It's already happened once before the show even started that somebody captured your face. I, I've, I've done it. Like, I've got the, you know, I've done the quest. I've unlocked it. I've done a couple of fates here and there. But it's so, it's, it's hundreds. It is hundreds of fates um, for something. I mean, like, I, I kind of like the mount. The mount's pretty cool running around in a little jism car. It's... Uh, you know, a, a dream come true that I never realized I even had. Um, but I just don't really care about these rewards. I don't know, the weapons, aside from a couple of them, I think the monk fist look really pretty cool, but most of the weapons just look silly. I mean, yeah, well, we, we already silly. knew this going into it because when we saw yeah. the lob letter, we yeah. were waiting on I was them. thinking the same thing then. I was like, I don't yeah. care about Lord of Aminion. Uh, these these rewards look kind of silly i don't know if i really like want to put hours and hours into this a thousand hours all right calm down it's not a thousand hours at this i didn't say a thousand hours i said hours and hours oh yes it's quite a few hours that you'll need to quite for this yeah so for anyone who doesn't know how the basic the basic part of the event work you get the watch you go do fates most people seem to be collecting all their minions in outer lanosha and gilgamesh that seems to be the premier place to go for whatever reason. I guess because all of the Cobalt Fates are kind of infinitely respawning. Like the one finishes, then the other one starts and finishes, then they just go yeah. back and forth. Plus other ones spawn in between, so it's really quick respawns and little travel time on Fates. Um, you get a bunch of these medals, you go trade them in for the minions, and once you have all 13 minions, you get a Whisper Go mount. You then need to go and go to designated zones with the minion alongside you to get legendary medals, which have a rarer drop rate. And the more minions and mounts you collect, the more expensive the next minion and the next mount becomes. So you just, you know, fates and fates and fates and fates and fates and fates and fates. Yay! Were we expecting a little bit more of a story? Because the way they were no. talking about, oh, this is going to be no. the biggest event we've ever done, stuff like that. I was like, oh, maybe we're actually going to get like a storyline to unlock each of these guys, and there's going to be something a little bit more involved. But no, it's it's just a five minute quest and a bunch of fates. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know much to say about it. Well, um, the, for me, I actually didn't expect anything more than fates because first of all, Yokai Watch is basically Pokemon, and yeah. fate grinding is literally exactly what I associate with Pokemon. <laughs> like run around in the tall grass. When it spawns, yeah. throw the ball at it. In this case, it's run yeah. around in the tall grass, bunch of dudes run, also running around in the small grass, and you're all trying to catch the same Pokemon. <laughs> We're just a bunch of dudes running around in dudes. tall grass. Yeah, a bunch of dudes running around in tall grass. That's all you need to bunch know. A bunch of dudes hanging out. There you go. Um, and I don't know. I didn't expect more because this is a collaboration event, mm -hmm. and the last thing I want them to do is make it too extravagant until they hire a dedicated team that says you are a special events team you will mm -hmm. come up with unique things this is literally being developed by the same people who developed the rest of the game from what i can understand well, to be to be fair all of the uh, the minions and weapons were actually designed by level five 
but they were they had to be implemented into yeah yeah they had to be implemented but but i mean like we're not wasting a whole bunch of resources in designing these these weapons to start with. these weapons were designed by level five and then implemented by the final fantasy team so it's not like we're already using a bunch of development resources for it i mean we had to use something i'd imagine but they're not yeah, they're something but it's not it's nothing excessive i don't think but it's never been excessive when it comes no. to these events that's the thing no. to remember i'd rather they yeah. keep keep it that way until they have a dedicated team as soon as they have a dedicated team that goes hey we are going to make cool unique events and that's what we were hired to do that's the only way mm -hmm. you get interesting events out of these things and i'll admit this is the the longest event in terms of you know the things you actually have to do within the event whereas oh, the other ones were the other ones were what maybe 15 25 minutes at most and like you wait on a fade or two you know like 30 minutes at most um mm -hmm. that that was it so it's a pretty lengthy event depending on how much you want to put into mm. yeah but again that goes that goes on you whether you like, want to do it or not like i'll do it I'll, I'll essentially do it in terms of the completion side just to right get everything yeah i'm um, probably the same to be honest at the end of the day yeah. What about you, Happy? You, are you going to do it? You're going to complete it? I got two months. It's, I got Final Fantasy Count Up. It's going to go pretty slow, but yeah, I'm going to complete it. Are you going to enjoy completing it? I probably won't mind too much. <laughs> um, I actually have some use for some Grand Company seals, so I guess I won't mind that too much because uh, okay. I'm, doing, I'm doing the second uh, anima, so collecting okay. the, uh, the Moonstones isn't all too bad for me. Uh, I guess as much as I, I mean, Palace of the Dead is running around killing stuff, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, so, as much as I enjoy yeah, running around killing stuff in Palace yeah. of the Dead, if I, I'm playing an MMO because I want to run around and kill stuff, ultimately. You really want to boil it down. Yeah. yeah. yeah I want to run around and kill stuff. I mean, that's not going to be thought-provoking, but then again, fates never have been, so, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be. One thing I'm surprised is we didn't get any unique fates of any kind regarding this. Yes, I agree. That that would have been interesting if we actually had some unique right. fate, some kind of giant yokai, or or you know, like like we had for Final Fantasy XI and uh, Dragon Quest X. I mean, that we even be... had it for like the Easter event. Had the had the uh, the egg that spun around that you had yeah, to dodge a giant true. AOEs. I mean, that's even, true. And then even I remember the Easter event before that, where they had the the, the egg holding spriggans that would spawn around the world, and you could collect the eggs mm -hmm. from them. Mm -hmm. Even though they that was basically Final Fantasy XI, everyone complained about it. Like, oh, I got there, it just didn't spawn. It's got a two-hour respawn. This guy took, killed it, and no one else can get credit. So you want it to be a fate. No, fates suck. Fucking make up your mind, then. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, wel welcome. Welcome to the problem that there is. Um, what about what you about guys? Dominion? What about Lord of Dominion? Do you I, think it's going to no. reinvigorate that? No. Are you, no. you guys playing Lord of Dominion at the moment? Fuck oh. No. Do you think anyone's gonna be like, oh, sweet? Okay. Uh, Lord of Armenian yeah. players who actually take stock into it, which is barely minimal, uh, mm -hmm. minimal side of the community. Other than mm -hmm. that, you know, like people are just gonna want the minions just to have minions. So you don't think it's gonna draw anyone new into Lord of Armenian who's like a yokai fan? It's like, yeah, I get to battle with yokais. Because I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. If it was a Pokemon event, I would go and play Lord of Armenian just to play. No, it. I would go and play a Pokemon game. <laughs> I would go. I would go and play Pokemon. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just a sucker then. That's that's fine. I I've already. I've gotten everything I need out of uh, <laughs> out of Lords of Verminion. I do think it's funny though that I've been calling it a Lords of Verminion expansion, and that's pretty much what the story is. Yeah, that's exactly what the story is. Yeah. 
That's what they're trying to, you know, use to motivate you. What are you doing, Sly? He's playing Pokemon. What are you doing? Why, why aren't you playing Pokemon on your phone? Come on, like a, come, like a, come on, Sly. Nintendo's going to take this video down. Put it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can't have that because people want to watch our videos on YouTube. <laughs> what? If I play Pokemon Go on my 3DS that's not streamed to the stream, it'll get taken down? What, Nintendo? Probably not, but can't can't ever take any chances. Yeah. You can't take no any chances. Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I guess Niantic's a little different, but that's besides the point. Um, what about you? Are you going to enjoy it? You, you look you look so excited no. when I told you there were two mounts. <laughs> no, no. Look, it's I'm going to do it. the same mount at that. Um, I... The thing is, if you've got reason to be doing fates, and it's like another thing, it's like, you know, repopulating fates. And that's great because there's a lot of people that are still leveling using fates and stuff like that. And that's always uh, a good thing to be repopulating that kind of content. But um, no, I don't, I don't have any sub 50 classes. I don't really have any need for seals. So yeah, I'll do it. But I think I'm going to be pretty, uh, it's going to be pretty tedious. Don't do it more than half an hour to an hour a day. You got two yeah. months. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and, and same for everyone else. Like, it, it is important to know this isn't like normal events that only last for a couple of weeks. It's going to be two months. you a long fucking time to get through it. So just do it absently. Even if, you just, uh, even if you're just hanging out in Quarry Mill waiting for your friends to log in to do Palace of the Dead and you just see a fate. Yeah. I don't even know if that zone qualifies I haven't because I haven't uh, done the Yokai Watch. Yeah, it actually. does. All of, all of the ARR zones qualify. Does Northern Thandalin? Because somebody told me Northern Thandalin didn't work. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. That would make sense. Yeah, they didn't want everyone wouldn't. just going to Northern Thailand because that would yeah. have been the default place to go. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. However, the most important question: mm. whether or not you're going to enjoy this event. Okay. What about? Are you going to go play Yokai Watch? Because that's kind of it's the whole point of a collaboration yeah, event, obviously, right? Obviously, obviously, that's the whole point of it. We're going to go and watch the Goku's. Uh, we're going to go and buy the game. I don't know. Watch the Goku's. What does that even mean? Well, they made a Goku's about it. You want to put that into words that normal people can can understand? They made an anime. They about made your kind of watch. They made, they made the Goku's. They made the Goku's. Is that what we're calling it now? You know, you know what you use is the Goku cool? is a blanket term for all. Is, is that the cool kids term? Or, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll use that now. I'll start. Using all right. Well, well, can you, Kyo, can fucking explain to me how you feel about this campaign right now? I was now? just wrong. No, 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 no. Do that again. Do that again. Kyo, Kyo, can you explain it? Oh, That's better. Okay, yeah, because no. I said, can you, Kyo, can explain can it? You, can you, can you, Kyo, can? Yeah, there you go. I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel about it. Um, look, no, mm. it's it's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the Allegan Pokeball thing, I was like, Really, yokai using pokeballs, and I like went and looked on like the wiki page for yokai, and I was like, mm -hmm. "There's something like pokeball here because that, if there is, that's fucking bullshit." Um, and there's not, as far as I can tell. So I mean, they got me to look at the wiki, so that's <laughs> that's something, I guess. I don't know. What about you, Sly? Are you like, ooh, maybe you got a 3ds right there, Sly. Come on, maybe we should check out this uh, this yokai. You know, actually, you know, play a legit Pokemon game. Yokai's Yo huge, man. You can't ignore that. It's huge in Japan. Yeah, they've sold um, they've sold over half a million units, and right. you've only released 
what the first one released at the end of 2013 i think something so like super- that but you're talking about and again, then again you're talking about the japanese market here in north america we've already had something for uh, around a decade or two and um yeah but the japanese market had pokemon as well and they've obviously found well, room for both for uh, i think north america it's too late it's so like a quarter of North Americans are weebs anyway. <laughs> a quarter. <laughs> Six. Thanks. 80 million people, basically. Let's be right. Yeah, exactly. Let's be right. At least 20 million of those 80 million people are massive weebs that will buy into any new Japanese franchise. <laughs> How about so, Australia? What's the, what's, the, what's the weeb to Australian percentage over the, Australia? The weeb to Australia. <laughs> ratio yeah um, uh... it's it's honestly it's pretty similar yeah it's pretty similar i'd say maybe one in ten two in ten okay there you go fair enough another thing you got to consider is level five um you know they do a bunch more stuff than yokai watch i mean you got you know phoenix right you got um so you're saying we're gonna have a phoenix right collaboration next (laughs) can i get a phoenix right minion that just goes objection because <laughs> that'll that'll look artistically similar, just like Yokai watched it, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. into that. I'm no, no, no. That. we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna get a Phoenix, right? We're gonna get a Nino Kuni. Yeah, there you go, Nino Kuni. Yeah. I don't I don't need no Kuni. There you go. Just <laughs> you on fire this morning. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Good no, night. that no that that, Good that, night, that one, everyone. That, that one I took. That from- was stay in the realm. Uh, happy but, working they find you. <laughs> no, that's uh, that that one I took from Barbara, uh, Barbara Dunkelman from uh, Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. Yeah, I took yeah. that one from Barbara. B Dunk. Because she made that one a long time ago. He's <laughs> like, I don't need no. Shout out the B Dunk. There you go. B Dunk. Oh my God, kill me now. Wait. So have we have we decided that it's probably not going to be an amazingly successful marketing campaign? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. It'll get people to look, and there's no doubt that some people will absolutely. It'll be it'll be successful on some people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some people don't even know. Like some people who don't even play 14, they'll be like, "What the heck is Yokai Watch? Oh, that looks cool. I'll play it." They'll just hear yeah. about it. They'll get an email about it from their account that they haven't played in two years, and then that's it. And then they'll just they'll just move on from there. And it'll yeah, be fine. yeah. I think you're right. Now the the big question for me, um, for obvious reasons, and I saw a lot of people. Uh, making noise about this already is the way that the the quest the way this event has been presented just completely breaks immersion so what do you well, happy you obviously haven't done it yet but i'm sure you can imagine um what what about you sly i mean because because it, it does it's like it's really half us it's like oh yeah he's from uh, uh outside of eorzea and he's got these creatures and they're um uh they're uh supernatural yeah they're supernatural did we ever have it explained to us why a fucking giant mechanical behemoth showed up, just randomly showed up in New York too? Yeah, because the gods uh, were like, test, the gods were testing lightning. Yeah, yeah, it's the pretty, gods were testing pretty, lightning. It's pretty big cop out though. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a cop got, out. You've got, point, yeah. you've got a point. The people that are complaining about this, I can't help but suspect that they weren't around for lightning returns and for the mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Eleven Dragon and Dragon Quest events. Because I did the same thing, um, but I think it's still an interesting question. And the one, I, I thought it was really funny, but it would kind of be rubbing salt in the wound for uh, a lot of people who are frustrated about their immersion being broken, is that that's kind of what the, the Pajali 
are all about. They see these things in the shroud and they're like, nah, they don't belong in this universe. <laughs> 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 That's that's like literally what they're doing, and we're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna release them, and yeah, let's let's party with the yokai's. I don't know. Do you, do you guys feel like it's it's a legitimate complaint to be like, oh, this breaks my immersion and it it spoils the canon? All of collaboration, the in my opinion, all collaboration events, quote unquote, break immersion. Mm -hmm. That's why they're a collaboration exactly. event. That's why PSO yeah. two has no immersion. It's literally just one walking collaboration event. Yeah, that that game. Do you think it's? Do you think it's like a legitimate concern though? Because I don't even treat these canonical. I mean, obviously, like I'm super concerned about everything being, you know, consistent, uh, and uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, consistent because, is probably the best way. But, because it wasn't uh, completely immersion breaking when we walked into the fucking Square Enix office last year for the Rising. Well, well, we explained that because we were like, oh, it's just a dream. It's a, again a bullshit cop out, but all the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, that was more forgiven than like because it was at least about our game. Yeah, right. But right. My my attitude is that um, I just don't treat these as canonical. No, right. Neither do I. But and a lot of people no one should want to. Well, a lot of people want to insist on them being treated canonically, and why? they feel it just ruins the their immersion. I don't know why. I'm just I'm just saying like people have been complaining about. And, uh, the portion of people you're probably talking about are the newer players who mm. have gotten into it, haven't seen a collaboration event yet. This is their first collaboration event, and it confuses them. It confuses the living shit out of them. Mm -hmm. For obvious reasons. Uh, but once you kind of once you kind of get used to it, uh, do more collaboration events like the 11 event, which comes every so often, um, the Dragon Quest event, you might get another one as soon as Dragon Quest gets closer to release. You know, you'll get used to it. it, it like, even when I saw the, the Lightning Returns event for the first time, that was mm -hmm. neat. But I knew for a fact that it, canonically speaking, it had no business in Aorism. Like, you, yeah. it's kind of a common sense thing. <laughs> you have to think about, like, really, again, why are you seeing a giant mechanical behemoth? In ART. Right. And you throw whatever little bit of lore into that you possibly can, but know for a fact that it has it is not canon, it has nothing to do with the current story or anything that's going on. Well, wouldn't it be better in a way than if they didn't even bother trying to fit it in there? Because the way that they, they have like tried to make it like feel like it fits in Aorzia means like, oh, we're supposed to treat this as canonical. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, I'd be much happier if they did like they did with the, the level 13 if they were just like, hey, you know, you're on holiday and someone spiked your drink with Somnus and you just, like, walked around tripping for three days collecting yokais. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I actually, I don't know. I, I kind of appreciate the little effort that they take into, you know, putting it, yeah. into, the put it, putting it into our world. Um mm -hmm. Is it necessary? That's up to you to decide. That's up to you, the consumer, to decide. It's up to me? Um, yeah, it's up to you. You're, up you're, to you're you. a consumer. Specifically up to me? All oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I have a question for you now regarding Canonical. I can tell you right now that anyone complaining about this right now, they are not the same people who want us to fight Sephiroth in this game. <laughs> <laughs> you know I think you're probably right about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
because you're probably right about that. And I don't want to hear this bullshit. Oh, uh, he could use the void. No, shut up. All right, it's, no. we've had it. We've had it. already does that, that to begin with. And Gilgamesh in this in Final Fantasy XIV barely even seems to know he used the void. He's yeah, just like, exactly. I lost I lost my friend and ended up here. Again, <laughs> That's his it. version was the one that made the most sense. I don't know. I liked his 13-2 version where he was Deadpool. Oh yeah, that was He's funny. literally Deadpool in 13-2. He popped yeah, out of really? a port he popped out of a portal and immediately goes, I never thought you'd find me in this in this game's coding. Thought I would be trapped in there forever. And then he pulls out a bunch of guns that literally look like Deadpool's guns. Yep. Oh he's, dear. He's literally yeah, Deadpool. It's a great That's fight good. with it. It's still a great Gilgamesh fight though. Um, oh, they always they always so much fun. I think the 13-2 is one of the best Gilgamesh fights. Mm-hmm. It's so satisfying in every way. And I'm not a huge 13-2 guy either. Okay, so ultimately, Yokai Watch event, good try, Square Enix, but nah, pass. Yeah, I mean, I want to take, take a toll. It's a good effort. Like you said, it's a good effort to try. Um, I'm still going to do it. Like, people are, it, it, when I did actually get on, you know, school after uh, medals, we're actually doing, you know, fates. Not a lot of people do fates now. Just people are reason to do fates. So yeah, if if you're anything that incentivizes doing, you know, older content, I'm, I'm all for. It. I'm all for it. I agree with you, Sly. I think any any events are better than no events. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. It's um, it's not perfect, but yeah, it's a good thing. What do you think, Mike? Eh, couldn't hurt. Yeah, it's fates. Okay. It's fates. I've, I've, I've done plenty. I've done thousands. Yeah. What's a few more? Yeah. <laughs> What's a few more hundreds? That's a few hundred uh. more. Yeah. Uh, the drop rates that I hear are actually not that bad. There's some people who already have like two or three weapons completed after. Well, the, drops are, the drops are guaranteed on silver and gold. For, for the minions, but for the mount, for the, uh, for, the, for the legendaries, they're not. They're not? No. But they're obviously better than Atlas if people yeah. have got them mm-hmm. already. Yeah, there's a few people oh, who, have, who, are, who will probably have the Whisper or Go-Go Mount by tomorrow. Shit. Yeah, so an hour a day seems like a reasonable thing. Although, I would yeah, like to point uh, out that we almost skipped over this. When we started the call before, the, uh, before we actually started Stay of the Realm, uh, Sly was hmm. complaining how he had no minions after two hours. He found, we, we found out that he thought the minions dropped directly from the fates. From the fates. And He's going to call him out on that. And that the medals were only for the weapons. Toss me under the fucking bus. Thank you, Mike. Thank I you. Had, oh, man. It was just so funny. So, like, right when he told me that, I went right to the gold saucer, bought like five minions. Boom. Are, are you good? Are we good now? Kosher? Go get the other oh, eight. Damn it. Yeah, no, we're not. And then go get, the, then go get all the weapons, and you'll be all good right. to go. There you go. Oh, look, see? Well, no, so just to be clear, for those who came in late, there are two mounts. There's the Whisper mount, and there's the mm-hmm. Whisper A-Go-Go, which is, there's two mounts from the event. The Whisper A-Go-Go is from all 13 weapons, which is the legendary mount, pretty much, from it. So, if you thought you were done when you got the first mount... <laughs> uh, have fun. Anyway... So, uh, one thing that we started talking about last week, but we only got to give first impressions of it, was Palace of the Dead, our first ever deep dungeon. Now, we're going to go into a bit of a lore talk here, but first, it's now been out a week. We had a hot fix this morning. How was Mm -hmm. our first week with Palace of the Dead, Sly? I did it for 
what, a, two days? It, it was decent. It, it, it was decent. I'm actually going back now to kind of finish my, try to finish my solo run. Uh, got through 11 through uh, 20 on Sunday. So I might go back in tonight. Um, all in all, good bit of content. Um, you know, once I get my actual weapon, my arm and armor to 30 and 30, I'm not going to break it. I'm going to hang on to it for, you know, challenge sake. Because I already have a good enough weapon. Uh, but once I do that, there's really no other reason to revisit. What about you, Ethos? How's your first week been with Pals of the Dead? Um, yeah, I think it's good. I'm, I'm nearly at 30, 30. I'm at like 29, 30, which is really fucking annoying because I have to start it all over again. Um, but I've run through it maybe half a dozen times. And after a couple of times, the first, uh, the first like 20 floors, 30 floors, maybe, uh, they're, they're really tedious. Let's be real. They're really, really tedious. Um, but the last couple of instances are still, um, I don't know. They're still like, they're a lot of fun. They're really engaging. They're not particularly challenging, but I think it's just because you have that, um, that, uh, that sort of progression reset risk makes it more, um, more compelling. Makes me feel like I wish they'd done it in more, more content, which I'm sure a lot of people would hate the idea of, uh, having your progress reset in like an expert, uh, dungeon if you, if you wiped, but um, I don't know. I think just having that makes it kind of really compelling and interesting in a way. So I'm, yeah, I'm, re I'm really enjoying it. I think it's great. I think it's a good piece of content and I'm really excited to see what they do with it uh, in future patches. Um, so for me, myself, I did seven runs with uh, fixed parties all the way through. Mm -hmm. I got to plus 30, plus 28. Uh, and then I did a solo run. I have completed Palace of the Dead solo with my monk, 1 to 50, whole thing. And it was easily the best way to enjoy the content for myself. Way more intense when you're fighting, like when you're really racing the clock on those later floors to make yeah. sure that you can level up, yeah, collect the commanders that, that you need. Yeah. Uh, the, getting the correct mm -hmm. pomanders is probably the wrist is probably the toughest part. And when you're a monk and you have no ranged attacks to pull mobs out of a room, every step you take <laughs> into a room to try and pull a monster is it's a, a trap. It's a nightmare. You have to be afraid of everything. Sight pomanders were god tier as a monk. I awesome. never and uh, safety pomanders. So I would highly recommend before hand, anyone before handing in their weapon that they go and at least try twenty one to forty. Um, because 1 to 20 is fairly easy. 21 to 40 is really the difficulty spike. And 41 to 50, there's some difficulty to it, but you'll be level 60 so quick, you end up just skipping so many enemies. Yep. Uh, hmm. True story, on floor 49, though, in my solo run, I got two plus ones from the silver chest and finished my 30-30. Oh, nice. <laughs> on the Damn. solo run. So I got really on the last floor. Um, yeah, it was really and then I was just like, don't fuck up. Pretty don't good. fuck don't fucking die to Edda. You better <laughs> not fucking die to Edda now. There's more there's more at stake here than you understand, Happy. You can't let you can't do this, man. Uh so plus thirty plus thirty on monk, finish all fifty floors. Yeah. Good luck with that that solo. And I mean that just because it's tough. It gets really which was tough. The, which was the hardest boss to solo? Was it Spurge? <sighs> Like no, Spurge was really easy as Monk. Like, really easy. The thing is, the, all the bosses are hard if you're going in and you're, like, you're starting at 0-0 zero, zero and you're trying to solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're 30, 30, 30. all really hard if you do that. If you're already 30-30, thirty thirty, 
um, then it is just a matter of making sure you level up enough to complete it and mm -hmm. making sure you collect a decent enough assortment of pomanders because if you don't get rage pomanders, it, the, less, the less rage pomanders you get, the, the harder it gets because getting basically a free floor skip on a rage pomander is really, really nice. Um, Are there certain floors that, um, like, do you save the rage pomanders for, like, the last couple of floors in an instance? Uh, I tried. When did, you, when did you actually start getting rage pomanders? Because I didn't start for, seeing Floor 22, 23. That's what, that's what I thought, okay. After floor twenty, I started getting rage pomanders. I will, I will use them anytime I have a pomander of um, alteration for the mm -hmm. next floor. Because if it's mimics, mm -hmm. then I can kill them instantly. Because I don't want a room full of mimics. And the, no. yeah, no. When you're solo, <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah, and then if it ends up being the mandragoras, then whatever, right? Like then I, I get free exp, which is what they're there yeah. for. Um, and yeah. then also whenever I have a pomander of fortune, uh, I make sure that I. Don't use it on a floor where I have Pomanders of Strength active, because to me that's mm -hmm. a waste of a minute of a Pomander of Strength and a Pomander of Steel. So it depends on when I get them, but I'll use, I'll try, I won't keep them very long. Just don't use them on floors 21 to 30, save them for, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, no, you use them on 21 to 40, they're not really needed for 41 to 50 at all. Mm -hmm. So Right, but you're not, you're not hoarding them for, you know, emergency use only. No, the only thing no. you sh it's it's okay to keep one if you're a monk because if you get mm -hmm. pacified and you turn into uh the manticore, the manticore ignores the pacification so you can still attack with it yeah. on. So it's yeah. good to have as a backup, but I just pretended as if I would use it on floors where I knew I wasn't going to get pacified pretty much with like safety pomanders or sight pomanders. It's mm -hmm. really all about maximizing pomander usage. It's very little about your actual job except for machinist who has no self heals, which will be my next solo. Other than the potion, so you're pretty fucked. I feel like I'm pretty fucked on machinist, but we'll see. Well, if you get a lot of potions, you should be all right. Having now fought the later bosses, I'm not 100% confident in that. <laughs> the you... amount of the amount of damage they output does get fairly high. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm thinking of the floors in between. You can pretty much cut everything because I managed to get like um, what if I what did I get to? I got to 38 or something on um, on Bard. So it wasn't too bad. Bard at least has second wind. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Machinist doesn't have that. No, Machinist mm. doesn't even doesn't have second wind. No bloodbath. They literally are just taking a, a bunch of potions. Well. Yeah. You so. And I found out that a lot of a, bit, a lot of the CC skills don't work on a lot of enemies. Yes, so, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I tried that's knocking true. back. I tried knocking back uh, beetles. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. I tried slowing. No. I tried slowing the movement speed on a few things. Didn't work. It works on some, but it just doesn't work on all of them. Yeah. So, stun works on pretty much everything. Yeah, the stun, the stun is good, but I mean, the stun is, it's a stun. It, like, it's, I'd not, rather, it's, it's not perfect it's just, on everything, though. Yeah. No. And, and, you, and you're only choosing between that and a silence. Like a silence or a stun, you're going to go with the stun every time. That's the oh, no-brainer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's scary. It's, yeah. it's scary as a machinist. Sure. So, Are you going to do a similar race? I want to do a solar race, especially if Sly's keeping his 30-30, because I'm not used. I'm keeping my 30-30. Yeah, I'll keep my 30-30. Absolutely, we should do a race. But it's a race, however, if you die, you're out. Fine. Of course. Yep. You're course. disqualified. Like, yeah. like, like a speedrun race. So you die, you're out. Well, no, in a speedrun race, if somebody dies, yeah, it's, it's always... Yeah, it's always... Uh, well, uh, for the, <laughs> I remember for the Super Metroid race, once they died, it was kind of a done deal. Yeah, it depends on the game, and it depends yeah. on if it's a game where it's like the death just sends you back like maybe half a screen 
to a checkpoint versus makes you start the whole level and, over. Yeah, they're not even taking time to save though. So yeah, it, it pretty much once you die, you know, it's no, cool. yeah, you die, you done. That's it. Done. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna do. We'll make it happen at some point. Right. Yeah. Well, and in Super good. Metroid, they don't save, so that's why. That's what I said. Yeah, if it's a game you don't save, yeah, then you're pretty fucked. Yeah. Okay, so with Palace of the Dead, the big thing about Palace of the Dead is running through. There's not a whole heaping lot of story that's fed to you, spoon fed to you, but there's a whole lot that's kind yeah. of that's not said. And yeah, in case you haven't seen ones. it, at this has released a part one video of Palace of the Dead. I do not know if part two is out yet because no, I haven't checked YouTube. No, I haven't released part two yet. No. Uh, which goes over some of the NPCs, some of the layouts, some of the texture, uh, some of the um, not textures, the uh, architecture. That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. A texture mm-hmm. was the right word, but it was architecture that I was looking for. So. Ethis, I'm going to let you take the wheel and host this part of the sure. show. Palace of the Dead lore, go. Ooh. Ask well, us questions. A lot, of were, um, a lot of people were asking me when I released a video, they were like, wait, there's lore in the Palace of the Dead? <laughs> really? There's enough for two videos? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is a stretch. Um, it's but, not yeah, that like, much of a stretch. Where, yeah, it's not that it's much of a stretch. It's all between the lines. It's come um, on, so... Yeah, yeah, totally. The one, the one thing that did bother me though is um, our motivation for going in there. I don't know if you guys noticed something I didn't, but we, we had no reason to go we're there. We're the Warrior of Light. Because we're fucking adventurers, man. Yeah, we're the Warrior. Is it like we showed up and they're like, oh yeah, there's like this portal down there. We're not letting anyone in, but you're an adventurer. You can go if you want. Well, like, <laughs> YOLO. Yeah, I mean, that's how the whole game happened. I don't know if that's how the whole game happens. That's how the whole game starts. Yeah, and then you still do it the whole time. That's why people always go, your adventure just does whatever people tell them to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. I'll go in there. It's pretty no, dangerous. It didn't, it didn't really bother me. I just thought that it was interesting um, considering the way it was being teased to us, the fact that we knew that Edda was going to be down there. I thought that we would have worked out something about Edda and been like, oh, we need to get involved in this shit. But we didn't even know she was there when we went in there, presumably. Um, right. And I don't think I missed Story-wise, anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't no, know. We didn't know. Anything, no, we didn't know. No, you didn't. All right. So the next question is, what, what is this place actually? Sly, you made the point, it's Gilmora. What, what do we know about Gilmora? What do you know about Gilmora, Sly? Well, Gilmora was... Defending it, champion of Aelzivia, Sly. <laughs> Gilmora <laughs> is one, one of the ancient civilizations. We go in there, I know um, there's that... That dungeon-wise, a part of it uh, is um, basic bitch Todorak. Um, that's not that's not clear. Todorak. All we know for sure about Todorak is that it was once used as a prison um, by the Pajali. But it, I think the uh, the duty text, uh, sorry, the text in our duty finder actually says that it was like built as a prison for the Pajali, which kind of implies that it wasn't Gelmoran. Although I kind of agree with you and I feel like intuitively it's got to be, you know, a Gilmoran structure that's been like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, remodeled or requisitioned or whatever. Um, but yeah, so yeah, fine. We have, we have Total Rock. What else do we got? Uh, we got the Deep Cross, of course. It's our Deep Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's the obvious one. And the last one was the Sellers. I can't forget. I can't remember the name of The, the Montoy Sellers, yeah, yeah. Are, are remnants of, uh, of Gilmoran structures. And also we have uh, in the North Shroud, there's a smashed up sort of like portal entrance thing mm-hmm. uh, to a Gelmon ruin, which was a lot more uh, sort of intact 
in uh, in 1.0. We got some good screenshots of that as well, and we see you know bits of Gelmar structures that are sort of randomly scattered uh, throughout the shroud. So what Gelmora basically was, uh, as far as we can tell, was the survivors of Amdapur. So after the, end of, yeah, after the end of the War of the Magi and the Great Flood, the uh, elementals we know are basically like, nah, we're having none of that. You know, get the fuck out. No more people in the Twelves would. So they were forced underground, effectively. So that's what, that's what Gelmora is. Mm-hmm. Well, it was after the Flood. I think, I think it was like once the flood had receded. And also, I suspect that maybe the Twelves Wood wasn't flooded because I feel like the Elementals, the Elementals are causing the flood, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the Elementals are going to be like, you know, fuck the forest, we're going to flood the forest. I don't really see them doing that. I left, yeah, myself, I le- I left myself muted, by the way, because I was, <laughs> I was switching my headset. So that stays that Incident Zero again. Hours without Incident Zero. Hours without Incident, yeah. Hour. You had, to switch, you had to switch your headsets. Well, I had to switch the battery because uh, it was beeping in my ear and it was dying. Oh, that. So when Sly rat. started talking, I made sure to take my headset off. Right. Um, so what, what about the, the purpose of this structure? Have you guys seen any hints down there? Because we're not explicitly told that... I mean, we're, we're told that the Palace of the Dead is a name that has been coined by the locals of Quarry Mill. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know how they managed to get so fucking close to the mark because as far as I'm concerned, it is really close to the mark. But like that doesn't necessarily have any bearing on what the, the structure actually is. So do you guys have any theories about that? Dungeon House and then, um, I'm, I want to kind of say that is, it, it's kind of reeking poison, but like, We've only got the tip of the iceberg now because we're on the, what, the first 50 floors, but as we get deeper and deeper, um, mm-hmm. we're going to start seeing more of Voidsin. So, or maybe, well, we won't see Diablos himself because he's just concerned about Void or bullshit. Um, no, I don't think so, we'll see Diablos. Yeah, yeah, something, the thing, and I'm going to talk about this in a little while, the thing that, you know, kind of had its grasp on Etta. Because my, my theory, my whole theory with Etta is, you know, Mitch wasn't crazy. She... Like, we found out when, when we kind of set her free, she wasn't fucking crazy. Like, something made her fucking crazy. She was fucking crazy from the start, dude. But, but okay, when she was free, that, yeah. that seemed normal. That seemed like what? normal. Seemed normal that seemed like that she was like, normal, not holding on to a fucking head. I mean, like, yeah. My, he's my fiance, and we're going to get married. And he's like, shut up, bitch. Who the fuck are you? And she's like, <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you over here. Um, yeah, she's, she's always been crazy, but I know what you're saying. We found out that she's being manipulated mm-hmm. by something or someone the whole time. Um, but what does that, what does that, do you think that tells us something about the nature of the structure? In terms of what, what it, what it functionally like what did. The purpose of it is, yeah. what, what the function of the, the palace of the dead, whatever it is actually is. I don't think it's, I don't think it's where they lived. There's literally not a, there's like, I, I, I don't no. pay attention to every single room, but there's no living quarters anywhere there. They lived in, well, as far as we know, they lived in Isomhar, and Isomhar is where this portal has appeared, but the structure isn't, you know, it might, I mean, it might be directly below Isomhar for all we know. No, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that gives us, like, some really heavy-handed hints as to what's actually going on. I mean, the first and most obvious one is the fact that we go down there and there's, there's like, there's coffins everywhere, and there are assets that are reused from 
uh, the deep croft, but there are still coffins like set into the walls and stuff of most rooms. Um, the second is uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the items and stuff we find in there. So, what a, what is a pomander? Do, do either of you guys know what a pomander is? I'm sure a lot of people have been wondering about this one as well. Um, isn't it a uh, isn't it it's it's like a flask that you keep like perfumes in or some shit? It's yeah. like a ball, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like it's like a little incense ball, and you see um, uh, a lot of like classical depictions of priests and stuff like that, and a lot of like Orthodox Catholic priests still kind of use this thing where they'll have like a big chain around their neck and a pomander hanging off it, and it'll be filled with like incense or herbs. Uh, sometimes like burning herbs and they'll sort of like swing it around to sort of cleanse a space. The idea is that, um, well, obviously it smells nice. It stops you in the middle ages from smelling like a corpse, but it's also supposed to have this sort of uh, like spiritual cleansing element to it. So the fact that we've got this place just full of all of these little pomanders everywhere is, is quite telling uh, alongside the coffins. Uh, also, like you say, Sly, we have a lot of void sense, and we know that nothing attracts void sense quite like corpses do. Um, and we have we have the bosses. So let's see, let's see if I can remember them. We got we've got uh, death gaze, palace is, death gaze. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Palace. It's probably it's, well because death gaze is a, is a is a fate boss out in uh, the central shroud. Yeah, yeah, and it seems that it's just one of these death gazes that are sort of wandered in there. But as we get deeper, we have uh, we have spurge. Uh, and spurge is uh, it's a type of plant that is named for the old French word espergier, which means uh, basically to cleanse or to purge. So we've got a big plant monster here that I guess is like a big living pomander in a way. Uh, what do we have next? Is, uh, is Ixtab next or is it some... Um... No, it's the, the Hydra. Neon something. Nish... Nishan... Nishan... Yeah. Wait, hang on. I've got <laughs> Ningshazida. That's it. There I don't know go. why <laughs> that one escaped me. So Ningshazida is, I believe, um, Mesopotamian. Is a Mesopotamian uh, god of the underworld, uh, and is normally depicted as this sort of multi-headed snake. So we have mm -hmm. a god of the underworld. Again, real sort of void sense, sort of uh, death kind of idea. And then we have Ixtab. Ixtab. Who is who, the goddess of suicide. Well, it's a, it's a Mayan, uh, Mayan, Mayan, do, you, do we say Mayan? Mayan. Mayan. Yeah, so it's a Mayan psychopomp. So it's someone that will accompany people on their journey to the next world, but specifically accompanies people who have hanged themselves. Um, so yeah, effectively is the god of suicide. Um, so we have a lot of like really heavy-handed hints here that I think is enough to say that, like I say, it seems like the citizens of Quarry Mill really close to the mark that this is some kind of mausoleum. And what has happened is we've got a bunch of dead bodies here which have attracted void scent. Um, and it's sort of, you know, gotten out of hand in the same way that you know, it got out of hand in, in Hawk Manor, in Tamatara Deepcroft, in any dungeon where we have a bunch of dead bodies just lying around. The Void Ark. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, now, are we sure that, like, as we go deeper, that mm -hmm. it, it serves a different function other than a mausoleum? Because as we go deeper, you know, it's going to get more difficult. We're going to start seeing more stuff. 
uh, more voices in. But I think I think the like for each section of the deep dungeon, it serves mm -hmm. a different purpose. That's my idea. Like we mm -hmm. like right now, it's just the mausoleum, the deeper. I don't know. Um, you talking about the floors that we currently have, or are you are you talking about like no, the, future? The, well, I mean, the floors you currently have are kind of inconsistent as well. Yeah, and I've, I've got a theory for that, which is far more speculative than what we're talking about at the moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I suspect that all the ones that we have at the moment, what they literally are, despite what they appear at certain stages because of mm -hmm. the effects that this weird dungeon is having on us, uh, it is it is a kind of you know burial mausoleum sort of thing. And the deeper down we go, things getting more powerful, we can maybe attribute to, uh, you know, they're burying more powerful, more important people further down. Maybe they're just older, they've been there for longer, so the void scent that have taken those forms are growing more power. Or maybe it's whatever dark presence that's drawing us there, be it Edda, be it her puppet master or whatever, the, the closer in proximity we're getting to that, uh, the more power is sort of emanating, you know what I mean? Okay. I could get behind so, yeah. that. That's, that's basically what I think the purpose of it is. Whether, whether we're going to see new purposes for it, the further down we go, maybe we'll get to see like different sections of Gilmara. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like that. But I, sus I, I don't really suspect that to be, to be the case at the moment. If it is still the Palace of the Dead. If we get a different deep dungeon, obviously. It's really well, I mean, this Palace of the Dead will have 51 for 200, but they, do, they did say they already yeah. know where the next deep dungeon will be. Mm -hmm. So we are definitely going through to 200. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's assuming that they didn't pull a diadem and tell us their plans, and then they have to completely pull back on them because, because we hate it. <laughs> because we hate it. Which I don't think. I feel like there's a very there's a mixed reception to Palace of the Dead because it's very simple, but at the same time, mm -hmm. it's quite satisfying. It's almost yeah, it's, it's very almost, satisfying until you do it in a match party, then it's not. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> and <then it's> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. And then we have our uh, our armor and our weapon. Oh yeah. yeah, so we we get in there and we're effectively at level one. We're nerfed and our gear is useless, and we may as well be running around our underpants, which a lot of people are doing. I'm did doing you guys it. did you guys catch your reason for that? Uh, both the both, both the wood whaler, both the wood whaler and the pajal tell you that it happens, but they don't tell you. They can't give you. They don't give you a definitive answer as to why. They just give you kind of speculation. As well, to I, know yeah, I'm, I know I'm running around in my underpants. Yeah, why? Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. How you doing? How's that? Yeah. How you doing? Feels good. <laughs> yeah, well, they effectively tell us that, um, and, and the Pajali makes a point that, you know, the elemental is really disturbed by what's going on in here. There's some sort of, there's some sort of curse or enchantment on the place. When the wood whalers get in there, they find their strength being sapped. They found that they're filled with a sense of dread. They can scarcely put one foot in front of the other. And the Pajali explains to us that there's literally some kind of enchantment in there, which is draining ether from our bodies, uh, firstly, which explains why we're nerfed all the way down to level one uh, when we get in there is because it's just sucking out all of our ether. Um, and secondly, obviously, it's sucking all the ether out of our conventional arms and armor, so they're rendered totally useless. So we may as well just be walking around naked for all the good that they're doing. That's what um, I do. Sure. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I just put on I just put on my uh, scholar legs or my or uh, or just whatever pants I have on and I just go to town. Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get this uh, ether pool gear instead. And the way that effectively works, as far as the, the Pagi have explained it, is that it's drawing our ether before the dungeon can, right? So we're equipping these things as we get in there and it's sucking all of our ether into them. So it means that we still get nerfed down to level one, but it means that rather having a completely useless weapon, we've still got something that we can use, right? Uh, and we get uh, stronger down there as we go through I guess as a combination between the fact that we're finding these items that buff us, uh, the fact that uh, you know we're absorbing ether from creatures that we defeat, which is strengthening us, and the fact that uh, we're gradually, I guess, developing some sort of resistance or gradually sort of adapting uh, to this enchantment and uh, and allowing more ether to come back into our bodies without uh, you know harming us, right? So that's how right. we level up in the. So I, I thought it was really good that we did actually get like proper lore explanations for the reason uh, these sort of mechanics are happening in there. I thought that was really good. I was really satisfied with that. Now we just got to find who's responsible for it. Yeah, exactly. We eventually will. Oh yeah, we definitely yeah. will. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the other thing worth noting while we're down there, and um, I, saw, I saw a couple of these in my first run, uh, but I didn't realize the extent I saw, I saw this dusk white lancer. I was like, that looks a lot like Folkes. And then when he died, he said the same thing that Folkes says when Folkes died. And I was like, hang, hang on a fucking second. Folkes from the, the lancer, lancer quest. quest. Yeah. Yeah. Is the antagonist for, for people who don't know what I'm talking about there. Um, so I was like, that's crazy. So I go on my social media and uh, as usual, Anul Anonymous is two steps ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Already done a huge write-up on uh, on a bunch of uh, of NPCs that have a rare chance of spawning in there that are actually uh, dead uh, adventurers and characters from from our past. From early now, these, you're talking about enemies, right? Questline. Well, not they're uh, not all they're no, not all exclusively, no, not exclusively enemies. Not exclusively enemies. Because I, I know for a fact when I was down there, you know, I, I, in comparison to all the other enemies, you see one kind of humanoid-looking enemy. And I yeah. Called a spear, like a shaking spear, something I forget. And spear shaking adventurer is a Mikote. Yeah. 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 And when she, when you kill her, she says something about Dolores Bear, which is our hint. Uh, so Dolores Bear, uh, you guys might remember the first couple of dungeons we had. You know, Edward and Avia's party hanging outside the dungeons. We also mm. had this other party of Dolores Bear, which were uh, they were more successful an editor of it let's just put it that way mm. however they died in the copper bell mines so mm. when we go to deep dungeon we have a rare chance of seeing each member of dolores bear's party which is quite interesting uh running around in there um what else we have we have uh the the ish guardian who stole the chocobo egg uh from the beginning of the the gridanian intro he's in there uh we have the head of that little cult from the Uldar questline that stole the, the crown of the Sultana. Garibald the, the Fargon. Yeah, Garibald the Fargon, and used it to obtain the, uh, the traitor's spurn, which is, of course, the alchemical concoction, which was used to uh, basically turn all the Sildins into zombies. Uh, who else do we have? We have Bainris. Uh, I think he's called oh. Bainris of the Deep, is That's his correct. full title. Uh, and he is a serpent reaver, so he's uh, 
he's one of Leviathan's bitches and he's like kidnapping people from Limsa Lamitsa during the, the Limsa opening and uh, sacrificing them to Leviathan. So we have him as well. Who else do we have? Someone else I'm forgetting. Uh, we have uh, the guy who's unknown, but he, uh, where are my men? Clovis, Clovis, uh, it's an immortal flame. He's an immortal flame. Yeah. So he's an immortal flame. Now it's interesting in the pad note patch notes. Uh, they made a point of his graphics, not displaying correctly. Um, so a lot of people are thinking because this, this reference to Clovis and, uh, and Davar. Uh, makes everyone think of Commander Ryder, who we see in that, that flashback of, uh, of Cardano in A Realm Reborn is the only time he's referenced as uh, codenamed Snake, when we've got uh, Ralbard going, Snake, Snake! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's in, he's in 1.23B, hang around in Mordona, uh, just before we uh, go and try and take out the Lunar Transmitter. And he's the commander of two Immortal Flames named... Uh, Dava and uh, Clovisois. So he's he's a he's a Midlander. He has the same color hair. He's got a little goatee. He had a tattoo in one which isn't actually in the uh, the the current game's um, options, as far as I know at this point. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the 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 strongest theory at the moment is that it's this Commander uh, Jacques Ryder, and I think that that is probably who it is. I think that's all anyone has found down there so far. I know there's a goblin, there's a lost goblin. Yeah, but those spawn all over the place. Yeah. They do spawn all over the place. The first time I saw that was actually after I saw Fulkes and Dolores Bear, and I was like, is this, um, is this the goblin that got killed in Alexander, who I still think is Brayflox and no one else seems to believe is Brayflox? I, I, fought, I fought two or three of them at the same time, so... Okay, all right, okay. We'll ignore that. They are that's, literally that's a lost goblin. All right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we've seen any other NPCs down there. Maybe we have. If you have, if you've seen any that we haven't listed, then please, you know, send me, send me a picture or something on Twitter. But the end-all be-all to all, all these names, all these famous faces we see, we've seen. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are they down here? Well, what are they doing down there? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the real question, isn't it? I was thinking, you know, maybe they're just like illusions being cast at us because they're people that we know. They're all people that we know. In so theory. Maybe, yeah, 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 in Ooh. theory. Um, so maybe this puppet master is either, you know, I guess using their literal souls and throwing them in our path or just casting illusions in our path to sort of, you know, wig us fuck out. Fuck with us, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just to fuck with us. Um, the other point that someone made on my recent video, uh, who was it? It was Burning Skull 13, I believe. And I thought, I think this is a really good point. This is really compelling, is that there might be something about this dungeon, which is basically like a, a, a death sink, is that all of these souls that die around the realm that are trying to get back into the live stream to, you know, fuel Heidel and produce more life are, are somehow getting stuck. And there's something about this enchantment, something about, you know, this mausoleum with all these dead bodies and therefore all of this void sent energy that someone's been able to use to create some kind of great big net for, for dying people that get stuck in this place and can't return to the live stream. And I think that's a really compelling theory. And I think that that gives us plenty of scope, obviously, as we go deeper down to encounter more uh, dead NPCs. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's a pretty accurate... 
that's a pretty accurate way of looking at it. I don't think we'll see everyone who dies here. I feel like some deaths kind know. of result yeah, immediately I, in transference I'm, to the live stream. I'm kind of going with the whole illusion thing. It, it kind of made me think of, I forget the, which one of the Deathly Hollows it was that um, that made, I think it was the one that made Ron see um, like Hermione and um, Harry like just fucking evil and saying a bunch of bullshit to him. Yeah, but it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that Deathly House, and that's what it makes me think of. So I think we're going to see more illusions. I think they're just illusions, just that. Just illusions. That, that was also my first uh, thought, considering particularly uh, as we're told we get down there, you know, the, the woodworkers start feeling really disoriented. They can't find their way. Every time we go down there, the layout has completely changed, which mm -hmm. tells me that the same thing is happening to us is that this enchantment isn't just sapping our strength. It's having a real effect on our senses and making us sort of, you know, get lost and not be able to track our way around and uh, making everything appear like it's changing, stuff like that. So my first thought that it was an illusion as well, but I find this idea of it being this sort of, because we, we need a motivation for whoever's puppeteering this thing, presuming it is an Asian, which is the most likely suspect at the moment. They need a reason to be doing it that is more than just like, let's, let's fuck with the warrior of light just for shits and giggles. And this is the most, this idea of it being like this soul sink is the most compelling reason that I've heard so far uh, in terms of the motivation for someone to actually be doing what they're doing. So we're going to see Gaius down there next time. Of course. No, Gaius is alive. <laughs> we're going to see Gaius. I'm not Gaius. involved in this conversation. <laughs> we're going to see Ice. I've said my piece. I've said my piece on this shit. What, what, we, might, what we might have to do is fight all of the, the Scions that were killed in, uh, in the Waking Sands. So we might have to, to kill a little undead sylph. Aww. Aww. One wandering, wandering sylph. Yeah. Uh, do, do, you, do you think we'll see uh, Rattan and Livia? Uh, possibly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, and the way we've looked at the boss mechanics so far is that it's like recycling a lot of bosses in a more kind of basic and approachable form. Mm -hmm. Is I can totally see them using bosses that we've killed, uh, recycled, and, and using the same mechanics in a sort of you know solvable, interesting way. So, yeah. I mean, fine, Rattan. Uh, Livia, um, anyone, anyone can be down there. Anyone. Yeah. And I think that's a fun way to sort of, you know, they're already reusing the assets from other dungeons down there and they're reusing models, they're reusing characters. Maybe we'll just reuse bosses. Why the fuck not? Right? And music. Yeah. And music. So why not just reuse <laughs> bosses? Hopefully they're already. There you um, go. That would be a pretty good reason for it, I think, to revisit uh, some old boss fights. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if it wasn't the same boss every ten floors, other than maybe Etta. It would have been mm. cool if it was like uh, there was it was a bunch of different like bosses. randomly generated. Not not yeah, entire, not entirely random with reason, like because all the bosses, other than the Death Gaze, uh, they have what feels to be a theme and a place. Mm -hmm. So you're saying there. that they should have pulled from like a pool of potential bosses for each. right? Because those, none of those bosses okay. are so incredibly unique that you feel they need to be the the boss the the boss for that floor yeah we're gonna fight robbon's robbon's <laughs> other arm <laughs> lost arm i don't think arms alone have souls <laughs> oh, well, we do it's... fight hell's claw which is a fucking giant hand so it may it it probably does make sense that robbon's giant hell's, like, 
Hell's arm claws, will turn fucking hell's giant. Claws are, hell's claws aren't just giant hands. <laughs> It's a there's, giant hand. It's a giant mechanical fucking hand. It's alligator. It's, it's, it's alligator. So you just want to you just want to reskin that to Ralbon's um Yeah. Make it an entire arm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I just want to find Taledi Adelegi down there and just like kill him over and over and over. What is he gonna have his top half and his bottom half separated? I hope so. Oh man. Nidhogg zombie like on the no, Y'all are just playing at it. It's fucking soon, man. Uh, no. Screw him. He's a scum. God. Just how, I mean, we turned uh, Veer's head into a, into a, an Aramon. Why don't we just turn his hand into a worm, to a sandworm? Yeah. <laughs> I got that from the chat. Anyway, um, so there's one boss who we keep referring to, but we haven't spoken about yet, and that's Edda. Yes. On the 50th floor, Edda Blackbosom. Mm-hmm. Who has a snazzy new outfit, a scythe, and uh, mm-hmm. while it seems like a crazy bitch, she's she's a different type of crazy bitch this time around. Yeah, like it, almost like it's yeah, not it's... her talking. No, she's like fully fully possessed. Yeah. Um. So what what is she doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, she, I think she really gave up on the whole. Gonna get married. Yeah. I don't. I don't think she did. I don't know. I. I feel like she's come to that place because of like the void energy and stuff like that. Whether or not mm-hmm. she's possessed, I feel like there's still plenty of uh, opportunities there for her to, you know, gain power to to bring Avir back from the dead. I don't know. I think it's kind of like a Darth Vader sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's like she's a crazy. No. fucking dual hand. And that and that the thing occurred to me like every time I you like when I went back when, when I went back to fucking Totorock and then I thought about you know all the times she's tried to bring a fucking fucking a beer back I'm like hmm, let's, let's just use a dual hand. Well, the Ariman thing that that she used is like way more powerful than a dual She wants him to have like a but he can't have genitalia if he's an Ariman. She can't bang a dual <laughs> <laughs> Not any better than she can the the Well, head. A dual, the dual hand still has a body at least. It just she wanted to use a body it. for a reason. <laughs> she uh, lured us into the deep draft hard mode to use our body because she knows we got a big dick. <laughs> I'm, done. Yeah, I'm done. Man, man, but, show, folks, ladies but, and gentlemen, but, but between, between white, no matter between, if you are a woman or man, you have a big dick, and Edda wants that shit. Done. Especially if you're a female Mikote, we all know. <laughs> Man, last last week we had Save a Tree, Eat a Beaver, and this week this. We are just. I'm seeing the fan out, you guys. Oh, we're I'm done. I'm seeing the fan out. Man. <laughs> what, you haven't, you haven't seen any any big dick female Mikote fan art? I'll link you some if you like. It's hilarious. He's got a full thing. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of maybe like female Rogue. Maybe just female row. No, dude, no. everyone, everyone, everyone. Real talk, though, there is some really, really, really funny, like, 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 just crayon quality uh, Final Fantasy fourteen erotica out there. It's so funny. There's a lot of it. Man, Australia gets really boring out there in the ocean, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Um, yeah, God. so 
when it comes down to it, we don't really know what Edda is doing there. But uh, like you say, it seems like in the Tamtar Deercroft hard mode, she she was like driven crazy, but she was still her in a way. Um, yeah. But now it's like she's just totally possessed. Um, and I think it's, I think the more, now, when when can we confirm that Edda really, quote unquote, died? Now. When did she die? In, in deep, and we're saying deep dungeon is when we killed her, legit. The idea is no, that, for me, the idea is that she did die there, but her body was left behind. Her body and soul mm -hmm. were kind of taken, in a sense, by this, as you call it, a sink. Um, yeah, I think she died in uh, Tamtar hard mode. In Tamtar hard mode, when she when she fell, fell. she yeah, she okay. says that the last thing she remembers is falling. And then this robed figure sort of coming before her. That's why I don't think she necessarily died there, but and, she and she lost she lost the the she lost herself as a person at that point. Her body is no longer her own, and her soul was clearly trapped and not allowed to go anywhere. That's kind of what I mean. Is that like that's that's where she died, but someone's like grabbed her and like you know shoved her soul back down her throat, and like from that point, I feel like she's technically undead. Okay. That's why I kind of feel like Gilmora has an effect on her. Not just her, but even who goes inside Gilmora. Yeah, she, okay. He was one, like, before she even went in Gilmora, she was just normal Edda. Yeah. You know, and then once well, she definitely he, has this connection with Gilmora, you're right, mm -hmm. because Tamtara is where Evia died. That's where she first went mad. So right. maybe, yeah, maybe she's just, like, drawn to this place. Um, in her in her madness, it could be something right. as simple as that, right? And I don't, I don't think it's just her. I don't think it's just Etta. It's it's the environment itself. I mean, well, we know for a fact that Pyareo didn't get involved, like get, didn't get affected by it, but he because he he didn't go back down there. He was a bitch. He didn't want to. Yeah. Um, well, he also didn't but, die. He didn't die. He yeah. He got the fuck out. He he was the cowardly one one of the bunch. Um, but who's to say that the longer the longer you're there, the more right. it has an effect on you. And it was like Avir Avir was just a catalyst. And the longer she remained, the more that Gilmore kinda got a hold is, or whatever is deeper down there got a hold. Is that the mm -hmm. lore behind the time limit? Like, well, realistically, guys, we can't have the time. We just put them on a time limit for everything. But uh, why don't we? Uh, <laughs> hey, I always if you don't like you clear it in an hour, if you're, not, if, you're, if you're not gone in an hour, we're taking, we're, 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 we're pulling you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's how I sort of assumed it was like, you know, it's not safe to spend all that much time down there. That's kind of what the wood whalers were saying. Mm -hmm. um, particularly when you go in alone, they're like, fucking what, mate? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, they yeah. give you a really so dirty think, look. They're like, ah. Uh, Look, so I think I think you're definitely right. There's something about Gilmora, and the more the more I think about it, the more it seems to me I'm going to be talking about. I'm, I don't want to spoil, it, but I'm going to be talking about this in in my next video uh, on Palace of the Dead. Is that Gilmora seems to be this civilization that's like just obsessed with death and darkness. Um, I mean, you can imagine what kind of effect it would have on the peoples to be banished from the wood and have to live in this cave underground. Um, but they're living in amongst their dead. You know what I mean? Like, it seems they've got an underground city, they've got underground mausoleums. It seems like the city and the mausoleum sort of are very much like overlapping and sort of connected and sort of run into each other. 
So they're living among their dead. They're living among, you know, all of these void set baits all the time. They've got uh, all of these, you know, wards and stuff against it. But it seems that uh, the void and void send are very much a part of their culture and a part of their like day-to-day lives and things that they just have to deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to find more and more about that uh, as we go down. Yeah, and yeah, I love how y'all just bring it back to these. Um, I just, I just hope that the next fifty floors um, is a little bit more than a boss is stalking us and we beat the boss. Like, yeah, I would, le- I would at least want, want a stalker. That's what I, I kind of wanted because, like, someone in chat brought brought up, and thank you so, so much for bringing this up. Uh, to me, I think it's it, it's like a reverse Tartus. And shut up. They brought it up first. You can't blame me for this. No, you brought it up first. No, if we. You brought I, it up. I said up, I had nothing to do with this. this you brought it up first three months ago. Well, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But still, it, it's it's a it's really a reverse Tartarus in in Persona. You know, you get trapped in Tartarus, and <laughs> you eventually become a shadow. It, it Tartarus gets a hold of you. more. The longer you stay. No longer you become overcome by the shadows or no more. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think there's definitely something like that going on. Well, in in either case, when um when we do defeat Ada, she talks about this uh this robed figure, this hooded robed figure, and it might not be an Asian, but let's be real. Like we have to, at the moment, for lack of better information, we have to assume that it's an Asian immediately, right? Yeah. It'd be irresponsible to do otherwise. But think about it. How many how many rogue figures do we have in fourteen? Like you could be talking about. Oh, we got a bunch of rogue figures. We got a bunch of rogue figures. Uno Kalhai, non-player. You could Uno Kalhai. Um, yeah, and Chelsea sure. and anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the path, the path of least resistance when we talk about uh, a rogue figure just as a rogue figure doing something bad is an Asian. Like you just that's what you've got to assume until you've got more information. As far as I'm concerned, I like. So I think. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I thought you were done. No, finish your thought. Um, yeah, I was. I just think we have to assume that it's an Asian. Um, I like what people have been saying that they uh, they feel that it might be Scarmiglione from Final Fantasy. Yeah, I saw someone saying that. I again, like that's that's perfectly possible. They could bring Scarmiglione. We have nothing to substantiate it. Exactly. Until we have more information, like I say, until we have more information, we have to assume that it's an Asian. So what are the next bunch of flaws going to be bringing? What's going to take us back in there? Are we going to like, are we trying to avenge Edda? Are we trying to just uncover the mystery? Like, why are we going? Well, we, well, the thing is the elementals are pissed that it's happening, but we didn't stop anything. We just finished 50 floors and then they were like, that's as deep as we can go. Right now. No, but I mean, we've already shown that we don't have any obligation to what the elementals want, considering they we're the adventurers. We have we have obligations to what everyone else. They locked, up wants. A, they, they locked up a yokai, and they were like, "This is bad. We're locking up this yokai." We're like, <laughs> elementals, things, things you've adorable. Never seen, you've never seen flying, flying jizz? Yeah, yeah, it's adorable. The the so, uh, the jizzometer five thousand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly my point. Is that I mean, you're probably right. That <laughs> is probably the, what's going to motivate us, but. It's like I don't know. I feel like I feel like there needs to be something a bit more than that. Yeah. And the and the thing with Edda is, and you kind of touched on this before, and now I'm going into more detail about it. Mm-hmm. But laying Edda to rest, both you know, moral wise and as a character, 
Mm. What do we think about that? How do we feel about, you know, actually have we really laid Edna's rest? Because honestly, she thanks us. Yeah, she she yeah. thanks us. And we, yeah. we have the, we have the uh, ceremony with Hyareo where we take Edna in the bear's rings and, you know, do a whole monument in that jazz. Um, here's, here's the thing. I've, I've said this. I've said this about Gaius. I've said this about everyone that we see die. Is that mm -hmm. if we don't actually see their essence like evaporate mm -hmm. in that way, you know, with Bahamut, um, then they're not properly dead. And that's why I always say, you know, it, it's it's kind of about you know in most things if you don't see a corpse like in a film, if you don't see a corpse, he's not dead. Well, it's not it's the same sort of thing. Don't, if you don't see mm -hmm. them evaporating, they're not dead. We saw. Edda evaporating. We saw a soul in a soul, you know, glitter. And, um, yeah, so Edda, Edda is as dead as Nidhogg. She's dead. Now, how do we feel about, you know, laying her to rest as a character who we've known for quite some time? She got such a fucking good run for such a yeah. minor character, for some yeah. passing. Oh, oh, I admire you, adventurer. Oh, I want to be just like you when I grow up. <laughs> that was all she was intended to be the star. And then she just and couldn't I, overcome death and she turns into a crazy yeah. bitch. And I feel yeah, like exactly. and I feel like Tim Tara hard mode kinda heightened that. Kinda yeah, definitely. It, it, it kind of boosted us up a little bit to want more of it. Um, we asked for more and then we got Tim Tara Hardcroft and then we asked for more again. You know, I don't. I have to stop you. Everybody combines Tamtara Deepcroft hard mode into Tamtara Hardcroft, and you know, I just can't hear that because I don't want to hear about the Hardcroft. <laughs> it bothers me every time I hear it, the Tamtara Hardcroft. Laura, Laura Hard Hardcroft. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, for for me with with her, I'm happy she's kind of being laid to rest instead of being stretched mm -hmm. really thin to the point where it's like, really, Etta, again? Like, come on. It can't be you mm -hmm. every time, you know? We can't immediately say, maybe it's Etta. No. This this is it. We're done. She thanked us. Her soul split the rest. Last time she thanked us, she turned into a crazy bitch. This time, she's gone for good. We can keep talking about her. We can go back in, into the deep all, dungeon and be like, we're gonna redeem Etta. All, 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 <laughs> I, can, all I can say is that... Um, I'm glad to. I'm glad that she's happily married, since it is called Black Honeymoon, not, uh, not the wedding attack or whatever the other one was called, from uh, Tamtara. Because this one's actually yeah. a honeymoon, which implies post marriage. So what was it? Red. What was it? Red wedding. I think in Tamtara. Yeah, red wedding, yeah. and this is Black Honeymoon. And this is Black Honeymoon. I'm. I'm not sure that's entirely consensual. I'm just saying. I don't know that Aramon sure seemed to like her when she touched its uh, head. It's. Thing, how you doing? Thing. How you doing? Yeah. I want to make saying. a point as well that the uh, the Avir mount is not actually a No, head. it's not actually a No, it's a statue. Yeah, but I like to think that it's got a soul in it, all the same. Pretty much. Yeah. I just uh, so I have a question for you guys about uh, Palace of the Dead. Okay. So floors one to fifty. We take on Edda, we go through all this stuff, and we know there's yeah. going to be a 50, 51 to 100. Right. My question to you is, outside of having that level 50 quest completed, do you think level 51 through 100 will continue at level 60, or do you think that it will start at level 1 again? Like, do you think it will... No, I think it will it, it, Are you saying if, if, we, if we progress to where we're at, like, 
We're no, I mean in... like I mean I because I have a feeling that you're gonna need a fi- a, a, a 450 save file to qualify. I have a feeling you're gonna be able to start on 51 the same way you start on one to ten. You're not gonna need a straight up level f- like you need the 50 save file to prove you beat it. You need the mm-hmm. quest beat to prove you beat it. I have a feeling you're gonna be able to enter 451 right from 451 and treat it again like one like one to 50 was, and it's gonna be deep ether pool arm and deep ether pool armor. And it's gonna I be. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, they're gonna be maybe. like the the, the, the enchantment. Know, know. The enchantment doesn't work when you go that deep. I had to create a new one. Now for the arm and the armor, maybe. But in terms of your actual, you're setting your actual level. Since like you're going deeper, you know, only imagine that shit's going to get tougher with level or stay at stay at a you know, consistent sixty, like a bunch of HP. So, um, yeah, I don't know about us resetting, like, completely. The uh, arm and armor, I'm, I'm kind of there with you, Happy, but, like, us, in terms of our level, I don't think so. But I, I want to start, start at 60, absolutely. I want to start at 60 because I feel that yeah. it can be more interesting if we start at yeah, 60. The, the, yeah, the thing is, like, you might think intuitively, oh, no, then every time we do it, we're going to have to go through floors 1 to 50 again. No, we have some kind of shortcut, the Pajali being like, hey, there's more deeper deep dungeon deep. Um, and we can start at 51, but I, wanted, I definitely want to start at level 60. Those, right. those first couple of instances are just so tedious. Um, I think that when we get another deep dungeon, if it is successful when we implement another deep dungeon, whether it's, I mean, it's probably going to be Belladire or something, uh, if I had to guess, um, have that start at level one again, but this one, I want to, I definitely want to retain our progress and do more stuff at level 60, because that's definitely the interesting stuff. And we can treat it like, you know, deep dungeon, hard mode or extreme mode or whatever. If they do that, that's just, they need to make it so it's not killing enemies only. Because you can't have that if you're level sixty. The entire enticement of killing enemies is for the upgrade chests no, and enough. to level. Yeah, it's not enough. Um, which is why, and I think um, uh, a few people I, I heard make this point. I think this is really interesting, really compelling. Is they were designing Deep Dungeon and the Aquapolis around the same time. I can't think of any reason why they couldn't have something that kind of acts somewhere in between, as in like something like Palace of the Dead that actually has like usable loot in it you know what i mean right like some decent mats and decent chests and stuff like that and if they did that for the 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 next 150 floors i reckon that would be pretty tight a gilmore and treasure sure gilmore and pot sure too yeah there you go um and either either literally you know find like treasure chests and mats and stuff that drop there and rare minions or whatever else or be able to trade the potsherds for stuff that, you know, stimulates the market. Right. Give a reason for people to keep doing it. Because people are still doing the Aquapolis. I'm still doing the Aquapolis every week. Oh, yeah. The Quap is still probably their most successful piece of, like, just new-ish idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Which is just killing enemies for seven floors. They're like, here, now do it for 50. <laughs> Now, since we're, uh, since we're kind of touching on that, one thing I wanted to ask uh, both of you, uh, do you think they should add more incentives to Deep Dungeon? There's a shit ton of incentives in there already. There's a lot of incentive. It's mm. good leveling. It's, it's great. It's a great way to get, mm. you know. The thing is, you can, you can level up through Deep Dungeon and mm. not have to farm any gear from any dungeon. And then mm. as soon as you hit level 60, you've got a 235 weapon. 
That's, that's heaps of incentive. If you haven't got every class at level 60, you should be in Dig Dungeon doing it. And also, pre-level 50, the amount of EXP you get is monstrous. Post-level 50, you have to do... You have to do all 50 floors for it to really be noticeable post-level 50. It's still good. But it's still decent. It definitely shines more uh, with the armory bonus at lower levels. Because you have to remember that yeah. the, the bonus from when you exit is affected by armory. Yeah. On top of and that, again, the thing, the thing that really appeals to me about those early levels is that you don't have to worry about gear. And that's just like a really tedious thing, you know, yeah, that's when you've got like a whole bunch of level 60 classes and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to go and buy all this low level gear. I'm going to have to craft something. I don't have any inventory space. It doesn't matter. You can just wear your, you know, L's and circuit or whatever it is and level three to 60 if you want. Like, that's sweet. And on top of that, you have the, so you have the EXP. The tomes are decent if you're farming yeah. up for your weapons. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Um, you have grade five materia from the pot church, which I granted don't drop very often. Mm -hmm. It's not a super reliable source, but it can't be oh, a super really? reliable source. I didn't source. realize that we could trade them for, uh, for materia. Yeah, you can trade them for the minions, the mount, or one Gelmorn pot shirt is a grade five materia, a grade five combat uh, materia. So it's one okay. for one. It's it's one Gelmorn pot shirt for one materia. So every fifty at fiftieth floor or lucky bronze chest you get, it's yeah technically that which is another reason i liked solo by the way so i could uh, get all of them for myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm just uh, i'm just saying getting all those gilmore and potchard solo was uh welcome <laughs> um you yeah. got the mount yeah yeah i have the mount i got Gosh. the mount on my seventh clear uh which actually no my That's seventh clear was my solo clear so i technically got it on my sixth clear because i got four gilmore and potchards from bronze chest yeah so, nice. yeah. I feel like I heard someone was about to say something. No? Sly? I thought Sly I was will, about to say something. Say oh, well, well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that, um, well, a lot of these, well, besides, you know, the interior and everything, you talk about leveling. That's for people who are still level. Uh, a lot of people, you know, already have weapons, already... I'm speaking. I'm speaking more along the lines to. Well, I know you probably don't have everything ready, have, but you know more along the lines of. Oh, I have everything at sixty. I, I raid. I already have all my weapons. I don't need anything. Yeah, but those people you're never gonna please. So, don't yeah, try to. Exactly. Those people you're never gonna please, like ever, unless you make it a two forty five weapon that's got better stats than their savage weapon. That's it. That's the only way, and then they'll complain about that instead. So. Trust me, I know, because I used to, I used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they can't really do it any better than than how they've done it. I feel at the moment. Okay. Other than please don't make us do those, you know, one to ten and ten to just make well, the next ones at sixty, please. To, to talk about that, there was the hot fix earlier today. For anyone who doesn't know, Edda now gives a guaranteed yeah. plus one plus one to weapon and armor upon completing her. But also, they made the earlier floors drop upgrades more frequently, and people have been getting upgrades regardless of uh, floor. Like I've seen somebody in the chat even during this hit plus thirty plus thirty on floor two. What? It's possible. It, now Dang. you can. You can still get exploding chests. You can still get mimics. It can still remain unchanged. But they've removed that whole issue where you can only get to your plus 30 in the final instance. Right. It's just that your odds are better the higher up that you are. Right. So, well, that's yeah. still, and that's still a relief. That's a, relief. that's a huge relief. Yeah. So it's, they, they made it significantly easier, and they've given people a reason to actually kill Edda. 
PSA, um, by the way, if you still are a piece of shit so and want to, if you are still a piece of shit and want to leave your match party or deliberately wipe them because you're not happy with your progress, um, you can actually beat Edda and before exiting, force quit out of your game and it will kick you out and you will not save the progress. Do that instead of just fucking deliberately wiping your groups and match parties, please. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't even do matched parties, and I feel for those people. Is that a problem there? Are there seriously a lot of people doing that? Oh, yeah. Only in matched parties, obviously, because in a fixed party, if you do that, it's not going to be fixed for much longer. But no. in, a, <laughs> right. in a matched party, yeah, it's really doing common. that. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. it. Okay. 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 Oh. All right. Okay. There you go. Yeah, and I mean, you can still get unlucky and get no upgrades. It's not. It's still not a. It's still not guaranteed. But at least Edda will give you yeah. something. There we go. Okay. That's incredible. Do you have anything else you'd like to uh, to bring up regarding Palace of the Dead Ephes? No, but I will say while we're wrapping it up, um, I, I saw one interesting Gilmore question from the chat, which I'll answer. And if anyone has any more questions about uh, Palace of the Dead or about Gilmore, and use your words. Use your words. Um, so someone asked uh, a few times whether Toto Rock is Gelmorn, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's it's unclear. What we know about Gelmor from the Judy Finder is that it's what the Judy Finder says anyway is that it was built uh, basically for the Pajali to use as a prison during the early days of Gridania. Uh, and it's, it's very evident from down there, you know, there's a lot of cells and um, they named it after this demon from Pajali legend with a thousand mouths and uh, the abassination chamber where the final boss is to abassinate someone. This is really fucked up. Tells you a little bit more about the Pajali. To abassinate someone is to get a hot iron, um, like a smoldering hot iron and press it into someone's eyes to blind them. Um, it that was doesn't a, sound it was very nice. Of, no, it was a, it was a form of uh, medieval punishment, um, and that's what the Pajali were doing to people until quite recently. Uh, that, and if they Oedipus? had it their way, huh? Isn't that what? Oedipus. Isn't that how you blind them? No, no. Uh, you talk. You're talking about uh, Oedipus Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Oedipus Rex uh, blinded him. He basically pulled his eyes out. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. After he found out that he'd been, you know, banging his mom. Banging his mom, like, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to ever see anything again because, you know, I don't want anything to bring me any pleasure. And he, he pulls his eyes out. But, I mean, it'd be a pretty similar experience. Yeah. I guess at least if you're, like, you're burning them, you're, you're cauterizing them. Um, That's great. And get them back. Glass, yeah. glass half full. I have, a question. I have a question for you, Ethis. Yeah, sure. Who the fuck is this Pajal and where did they come from? This Pajal in particular? Yeah. We've never heard of them, never seen them before, and now they're apparently, here. Look, apparently we have someone, someone made the comment um, uh, on uh, something that I was doing recently. They were like, oh my god, that, that Pajali, yeah, you talked about him like 18 months ago. And I was like, did I? <laughs> so apparently we have seen him somewhere. I don't fucking remember. I don't even remember what his name is now. But we know a lot of the Pajali, they're, you know, very seclusive. We know that um, that Kani Sanar wasn't in Bridge. for like presumably centuries. I mean, she's she's like a thousand years old or some bullshit. Um, to look good. I, this, oh god. Um, <laughs> yeah, still that fourteen-year-old body. Too old. 
Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's presumably dozens of Pajali that we haven't met mm. that are just like hiding in seclusion somewhere in the shroud. So, I don't know, but apparently we have seen him before. So, all right, well, hopefully we learn more about them because it's, it's, it's very un, it's, it's kind of unsettling to just say, hey, hey, by the way, there's this new Pajal. Um, and that's Majoga asks, is the caduceus carved into the wall after Edda by the exit have any significance? Uh, is there a Serpentarius connection? No, I don't think there's a Serpentarius connection. I see what you're getting out there that maybe it's got something to do with the litibus. You'll notice that it is almost identical to the twin Adder sigil, the twin Adder banner. Um, I'll talk about this in the next video that I do, but my suspicion is there's something very similar going on here to how uh, the Belladians uh, basically used Sephiroth symbol uh, in worship of Azima. So I've taken these old symbols and using them in a, in a different way. And the same way the, the, the sigil of the Grand Companies of uh, the, the Grand Company, I should say, Uldar, uh, weighing the, the flame and the gem is a kind of bastardization of, uh, of uh, old Belladine symbols. So something like that going on. I'm going to talk about that. I have theories about that. So yes, it is significant. He has theories, but you'll have to wait till part two to find out about them. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, were the Pajali common in the days of Amdapur? No, they were not. The Pajali were created by the elementals, basically impregnating here women uh, in Gelmora um, so that they could leave Gelmora. They could come into the Twelveswood. They could rebuild this Twelveswood civilization, uh, being this sort of human elemental hybrid, being able to mm -hmm. literally communicate with the elementals, which no one could really do before in a direct and literal sense. So the Pajali did not exist during the time of Vanderpoort. Which is um, why I don't think they'll ever be a playable race. No, they won't be. Absolutely not. Um, what about the theory Gelmar is still thriving deep underground? I don't think so. We know that there are a couple of, um, of uh, dust white that are still like holed up in Gelmoran ruins. But if you go to the Gelmoran ruins in the South Shrouds uh, at Isomha, where the two dust whites are peering over and they've been, you know, uh, using it as like a dig site or whatever, you find out that their motivation for uncovering it is so that the dusk whites that have been ostracized from Gridania, you know, there's a lot of racism and stuff towards them. It's so that they can actually start living in that space again, which tells me that obviously it's not currently being lived in, uh, aside from by a few, you know, hermits and vagrants. So, and, there we go. And Edda. And Edda. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's all the, the questions we've had. So that's uh, that's Gilmora, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that's Gilmora. Oh, yes. I will remember these things for State of the Realm. I will try. Right. You do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, do we do we have any news announcements? Uh, the only big thing is that uh, there's Duty Commence, the uh, mm -hmm. the color yes. time, the Shatter edition. That's this Friday at... Uh, no, 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 no. It's not. It's in... Um... Morning uh, just told me yesterday it's not just strictly um, shatter. It will be there will be some beast. Oh, okay. Well, that's confusing. Okay. To call it shatter edition then. I'm just gonna put, I'm just gonna put that out. I go second Well, now if you're lying to us, we're not sending you that Ethis calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and it will man. be it will be on primal data. So if you're on Only, primal. Only good boys and girls get the Ethos calendar. 
Yeah, no, no. So if you if you're on Primal, uh, it'll be at uh, it'll be on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 3 p.m. Pacific. So definitely hop on Primal. I know I'll be on. I can't wait to see that. Like tomorrow, they announce the next live letter. Like it's just like this happens <laughs> every show. Every yeah, show. Man, we were really hoping they were going to have gonna be like, I told you. I told you it was going to be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know one thing we didn't. There's two things that we didn't talk about. Mm. There's a free login campaign right now from July mm. 25th through uh, August 30th. As soon as you log in, you decide, hey, I played the game like a long time ago. I'm going to log into these free login campaigns, which only work for people with previous, um, previous inactive accounts, at least inactive for 30 days. Um, as soon as you log in, it basically gives you five days to play. So if you log in at like 7 p.m. Eastern today, five days from now at 7 p.m. Eastern, your access will be closed. So keep that in mind. Five Please. days. Yeah, uh, yeah, five days. Let's be yeah. real. Five days is enough to like catch up on most content. Yeah, I don't think pretty you should much. Say it. You should probably shouldn't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> sounds a lot worse out loud than it actually is. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm man. just saying that like the, like people that want to come back, they they will get to see a fair amount of the game, and you know it'll give them a good idea of whether they should uh, resub or not, All which right. they should. And the other thing is, uh, there was a very fantastical new uh, optional item added to the uh, to the cash shop today. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, it is, and I'm gonna pull it on screen here in a few minutes. Let me just switch to the media tab right here. Oh no, that's not the right one. That's the. Well, I mean, that's you guys smart. can look at that. Yeah. Well, it's pretty close, believe it or not. It's the. Uh, it's from Arizivia. I switched to our media tab, and so it's it's right. Louis it's Louis Swa. Um, in all in all of his glory, it's Louis Swa. Uh, um, so it is it is uh, this here it is all right it is a fat Moogle mount. I've seen a few of those today in in um in Fates. I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? I haven't seen that uh, mount before. Yeah, and it's it's a giant queen Moogle mount. I mean that is so fat that it carries a little uh, little bench under it, and it is a two seater flying mount that uh, costs thirty dollars. People actually have paid for this because I've seen it at least twice in Fates. People are paying for this. Gilgamesh, there are a lot of these things. Woo. Of course there are. Look, it'll be great for giveaways and stuff. Like yeah. you know, you know, you guys all know how. Uh, Mike and I feel about the cash shop. I don't know. How do you feel about the cash shop? So I don't know if I've told you about the cash shop. It's, it's a necessary it's it's a necessary, necessary evil. evil. It's a necessary evil. I hate uh, evil. Uh, but I know uh, evil. We obviously are free to play. It, it drives more on the free to play market. But for things this ancillary, yeah. I mean, keep in mind, it's $30. You're, not only are you paying for flying it's a lot of money. It's There's a count. A it's account wide, it's a two seater, and it plays the Good King Mogul Mog music. Don't we already get that in uh Good King Mogul Mog? Yeah, but not when you're you're not you're not carrying around a fucking. Jukebox, I mean, I know you're not guy. carrying around an orchestra. I'm just saying, do we, don't we already have music? Yeah, of course you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you can't bring it with you everywhere. You don't have a jukebox. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mobile orchestra. Yeah, there for you the go. Good King Mogul Mog go. song. You want to do? Yeah. 
Hey, this is the scariest looking fat moogle I've ever seen before in my life. <laughs> that I'm shit is fat. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that came out today. Uh, how, yeah. Um, how do you? Yeah. I was gonna ask how we feel about it, but I don't even think I want to start that conversation. Yeah. No, it's just it. fucking fat. Let's let's just say this. That is thirty whoppers, and I feel like, in the process, yeah, the sure moogle is. ate them all and ended up like this. That's have how you ever I watched, feel about Have it. y'all ever watched Squidbillies? What is this, like $8,000 Australian at this? Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's, yeah, 30 US dollars. It's like, man, I could fucking I could buy a house for that. Damn. Eight, okay, so about 8,000 uh, AUDs. Got it. It's about 40 Calif- uh, I would say Californian dollars. <laughs> Canadian dollars. Californian dollars. Californian dollars. Like, it is just its own republic. Thanks, Happy. Yeah. We, are, we are in the wasteland. Uh, is is, yeah, it, is yeah. it like the legal the legal currency in California like tacos? Yes. Is it just like literally people just trade I'm tacos? Done. For things? I'm done. No, he's not I'm wrong. Done. Believe it or not. <laughs> so two months sometime I, I mean, or a fat moogle. I mean, yeah. the California. I know LA. Jesus. Yeah, in Vegas, uh, they uh, they just everything is casino money and hookers. So you'll get used to that very quick. Sounds a lot like. Uh, Sounds a lot like your, your Friday night. Okay. There we go. All right. So on that note, now that we've gotten that news out of the way, <laughs> yeah, the very exciting Fat Moogle Mount news out of the way that everybody's that, looking forward to. It, it's basically, the Fat Moogle is basically a Moogle version of Crystal from Squidbillies. Like, it just doesn't move. It, it, it floats everybody and can pick everybody up if you want to, even if you're a fucking rogue. Uh, it's just that fat. Uh, I, I won't be getting it have at it to each zone. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that mount. Good luck with that mount, people. Anyway, yeah. we're going to wrap things up. Ethis, why don't you tell everyone where... Hey, is that a new sock? Yeah, it's a new sock. It's a dress sock. Nice, clean one. The old one had spiders <laughs> nice. in it. Nice, you got a, a little thing. It still had spiders. I pulled off the old one and a bunch of spiders ran out. I was like, ooh, that can't be good for my the, microphone. The, the spiders ran out of, of your sock? Yeah. Were they Australian spiders that were like Five thousand, but I mean, like, there's spiders, and then there's Australian spiders, right? Like, there's the normal size spiders in Australia, and then there's the ones that are like yeah. the size of the of a, a Lamborghini. Honestly, it's the little ones that are that are more deadly here. Well, it's so always the I'd case, yeah. Better if it was like one big spider. I've been one like, hey, what's up, dude? But when it's like a whole bunch of little spiders, you're like, nope, fuck no. Um, and Chad just told me. This is the fucking third time I've heard this this week. Hey, that guy, he kind of looks like, uh, is that dude from Transformers? You know, Shia LaBeouf. No. No. I've heard that three times this week. Shia I'm not Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> I still remember that video and I love it. I love it. He's talking about my one? Or you talking about my one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my I'm not Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's an oldie. Um, all right, so you can follow Shia LaBeouf at uh, Twitter. <laughs> at Ethis FFXIV. I'm not Shia LaBeouf. YouTube.com slash Ethis Asher. Um, thank you all for hanging out. I'm not Shia LaBeouf. Sly. Slide. No, don't go yet. <laughs> don't go yet. Are you, are you seriously? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Face over me right now. Is that what's happening? No, just slide. Don't, uh, don't say anything yet. I'm just going to... Oh. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this real quick. Uh, Actual cannibal Ethis Asher. That's the one. No, uh, uh, there we go. Okay, 
Um, what I could do even better is I could do that. Okay. And then uh, that's a little too much. Okay, that works. See, I was hoping that the new webcam with a high definition would actually make it more apparent that I don't look anything like Shia LaBeouf. But um, it seems to be having okay. the opposite effect. There we go. Well, I just got exactly what I wanted out of it. So now, Sly, you can uh, you can start sharing where, uh, yeah, what uh, what you were gonna say. Yeah, well, well, well you. Gonna say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash/slyk8greatfox. You can find me on Instagram at slykgreatfox07. You can find me on Twitter at slythefox. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14 Ward 5 with Lavender Beds, where I'm right now just chilling with Fox. Chilling with Maki Ubi. Uh, and uh, I'm Mr. Happy. Uh, this is Dwayne. You know him. He's been on vacation the last couple of days because he hasn't been part of my streams, unfortunately. People have, people have missed this, uh, this big old rock over here. Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere, Mr. Happy127. Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Those are, those are some pretty good places. Uh, Pornhub. Uh, that's another one. Cornhub. Pornhub. Yeah, Cornhub. Yeah. There we go. I had that discussion Cornhub. with somebody else. There you go. Uh, and then also, uh, I'm taking part in a about nine-week-long marathon from, from uh, July 25th to September 30th. I'm going to be playing through every single single player. I always, I always get so jumbled in this. Single-player, main-numbered Final Fantasy game from 1 through 13 uh, from, from uh, July 25th to September 30th. We finished Final Fantasy 1 today, uh, two days into the marathon. We start Final Fantasy 2 tomorrow, and I am dreading that with all of my heart. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Final Wait. Fantasy 2. Yeah. That's, this is uh, the 20, it's the 27th already? Jesus Christ. It's tomorrow, mm -hmm. to, no, today's the 26th. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's, tomorrow's the 27th. Tomorrow's the 27th. Today, today mm -hmm. for me is the 27th. Okay, well, that's because you're on a different planet. Okay. That is. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Because time zones are stupid. Uh, I've already established this. Time zones are stupid. Time is stupid. Yeah. To be fair, time daylight is, savings time, time is, is very stu stupid. Yeah. So we're gonna be playing through all those, and we're gonna we got a bunch of events. It's been going good so far. Final Fantasy Two is gonna be. <sighs> It's better than the ice cave. Okay, I'll just throw that really? out there. Really? It's better it's than the, better ice, than the cave. ice cave. You don't. I think anything is worse than the ice cave. No, you don't know. Isn't two the one that had the? It's the one where you level by beating by punching yourself in the fucking face. That's. It, it wasn't an exploit, but that that shit. Yeah. That's not an exploit. That's how you play the game. That's how you <laughs> If you've ever, if if anyone's ever wanted to play Rochambeau, but you're playing it on your own, that's basically what Final Fantasy II is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a better way of putting it. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. We will see you next week for episode 74 of State of the Realm. Until then, have a good night and take care. Bye -bye. See you next week. Shine the buff. Wait, isn't isn't today episode 74? No, it's 73 today. Oh really? Yeah. No. Alright, 74. Are you sure? I'm mostly sure. <laughs> Are you You're sure? Mostly sure? Are you sure, though? I'm like 74% 70, sure. It's going down. No, you're right. Second, no, it? you're right. It is 74. I misnumbered it. Yeah, boy. Unless I misnumbered. Oh, you know what it is? No, okay, I know, I, know, I know what happened here. So I took a look on my personal files to determine mm -hmm. that. 
and state of the realm number 72 is for some reason saved as 71 and 73 is saved as 72 so when i looked at those basically i overwrote instead of creating a new file when i made state of the realm 72 i just overwrote 71 and then rendered but. so then i the next week i was like okay the next week is then okay it's 70 uh 73 so then 72 okay but then i think every week what i've done is i've gone and looked at the number on youtube be like well that doesn't line up and then i, and then I just fixed it right so it's actually I looked 74. At the, um i looked at youtube and i was like yeah 74 i don't know what we're up to yeah so uh 75 i'm gonna include this entire segment where we discuss that in the video <laughs> see you next week for episode 75 bye <laughs> again bye again oh man that was, a, that was a fun show. So you know what I need. So you know what I actually need to do tonight. What do you need to do? I need to actually start Final Fantasy Two, but not stream it. And I need to just start beating the shit out of myself a day early, so I can beat the shit are out of myself. Gonna, yeah, are you so, just gonna start grinding, or are you just gonna like yeah, no, emotionally you, prepare yourself? No, yeah, no. You just start grinding the stats now, and then you just blow through the game the next day. Oh, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because so early realistically, do you really want me to just equip two shields and beat the shit out of myself for, for seven hours? Because that's what my stream's going to be tomorrow if it comes down to it. <laughs> that like, sounds amazing! But it's not going to be me equipping two real shields like IRL. Yeah. Well, yeah. why can't you, you know, do it while you do it? Do, do a meta like stream, said, equip two shields and beat yourself up while you beat yourself up. I guess it's better than beating myself off on beating myself off. <laughs> Let's see you clear it without grinding the stats. I want, and so I want to see me clear it. No, that's at all. In, in chat. So yeah, I know. I'm just saying I want to see me clear it at all. <laughs> and Final Fantasy II is agonizingly annoying if you do not do that. When you get to the dreadnought, it is an awful, awful experience. One that I have lived through before and would like to not live through again. Please and thank you. It's No, I just I just habitually grind for hours and hours at the start of every Now see, event. that's fine, but this isn't you habitually grinding, this is you habitually punching yourself in the face. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's the same thing. Just a different way of doing it. The only problem with um with starting the save file tonight is I name my characters after subs, and I can't mm -hmm. do that if I start the game tonight. I would basically need... I, I mean, I could. I could just RNG it, and then just... But then they might not even know they get named. Here's what you should do. You should name them after me and Sly, so you can have us punching ourselves in the face over and over. That and is that'll make, incredibly That'll make the whole game like way more tolerable for you. I think it actually will. I think I like that idea. <laughs> I'll do I'll do you Sly yep. Little and Grindy, right? Go. The four people. No, 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 I, I, no, 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 no. I can't do Grindy. Grindy, Grindy, RNG'd his way into being a monk in the last game, and he shit on everyone. Right. Mm. So who who else do you hate enough? Um. By the way, chat. I put uh, the perfect link in chat that you want to see that that. That legitimizes Ethis. Is this is this? Oh, the shy, oh, no. the shy surprise. I haven't, I haven't watched this for like. Oh what, my is god! It? Yeah, it's nearly a year. That's what had me cracking up. <laughs> it's nearly a year. Tyler Buff. 
I can't believe I did this. Like, what was I thinking? You've, got, <laughs> you've done this to yourself, and then you got your haircut like you just did. You've just you oh, you've done this to yourself. No one is responsible but you. Oh my god. <laughs> no one Why is, haven't I gotten a Tony for this? Nobody is responsible for this except you. You are I don't know. I feel like there was an edit situation going on here. I think I think it was Scumiglione. Not gonna lie. Scumiglione. <laughs> yeah, I'll post it again. I, yeah, I'd totally forgotten about that, dude. Oh, man. I couldn't even finish that playthrough. That's that's how tedious I found Type Zero. I'm sorry. Like, I know you love it. I just couldn't do it. It's okay. It's an acquired taste for everybody. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so it's poop. Oh, God. Wow, that's just hateful. It's just kind of shit on my game. Oh. <laughs> Your game? What, you designed Type Zero, did you? Yeah, yeah. Have you got any access to the, the Type Zero online thing that they're doing? Yeah. Because I don't think I, that's going to get an NA release, is it? No, no, it's not. It's just going to be Right. It's, so it's you're being like tested in China. Blue stacks and. I mean, being, I could. I mean, I do have Blue stacks. I could. It's being beta tested in China. Yeah, in China. China, excuse me. Uh, so, yeah. here's what, so here's what we're gonna Wait, do. You trying to are you trying to say something about the the quality of Chinese beta? I'm saying there? that like that's as far like it's one thing to be beta tested in like Japan or Europe. Yeah. It's a lot harder to get into something when it's being tested in in China. Oh, rats! Right. But rats. first of all, you, you the thing you gotta realize about that is why he's talking about <laughs> the post show screen and not ethics. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you, like because F, like because this is amateur. We talked about that. It's because it's because we were talking too much in the pre-show. Right. Normally, normally, I take that time and I focus and I get everything done. Right. And this time but, you distracted me. Yeah, but Crystal, the thing about that is every early RPG. No, that one's not even, right either. Even the '90s RPGs were grindy as fuck. That one. That one has. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so, true. So yeah, when you when you mentioned Persona, yeah, it's fucking grinding. I, I hate having to grind every single dungeon just to get like spell cards and do negotiations, which is fucking ridiculous because you have to level everybody to do a fucking negotiation. Alright, so here's what I'm gonna yeah. do. Hey, subs in the chat, if you're gonna be here for Final Fantasy Count Up, type something. <laughs> and I'm just gonna pick the names now. <laughs> I'm gonna draw the names now. Fucking Shia Buff and something. I hate <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> Every I hope you get picked as Maria. Ephes. Oh, Maria. Oh, Ephes. So, yeah. Boop. Dude, I'd love to be Maria, definitely. Something. Eat a Snickers, Ephes. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Is that right? Yep. Just do it. So you reckon if I eat a Snickers, I'm gonna become either Shiloh? No, no, no. Or... You're a Shiloh Buff without the Snickers, and you're Ephes with the Snickers. 
That's how the commercials right. work. That's how the commercials work, Ethos. Right. Okay, I follow. Yeah. You're the celebrity when you're hungry, and you're unimportant when you're you. Wow. I mean, that's, that's basically... Um, that's what, all the, that's yeah. what all yeah, the commercials are. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's what all the commercials are. All the commercials are they get some big celebrity, and it's like, you're not you and you're hungry. Have a Snickers. Then they turn into themselves, and you're like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, it's who like, why the, why the fuck would they eat the Snickers? All right. Wouldn't you want to stay as Betty White? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right, let's see. Webster gets the first one. Oh, there's the one, um, there's the one with um, uh, Mr. Bean. And he becomes Jet Li, doesn't he? I did not know that. Haven't you seen I that have, one? No, I have to look that shit up. It's really Snickers. funny. Mr. Bean Snickers commercial. It's a really good one. You're Mr. Bean. Crucible. Uh, the only problem with the, these old Maybe it's games. Just an Australian one. You know the only problem. Uh, apparently it has subtitles, so. I mean, then again, everything that Mr. Bean says needs subtitles, so. It's a and Chinese. Don't story. deny it. And don't deny it. Panda. Oh, none of, you are, none of you two are winning. Neither of you two have won. Oh, that was oh, close. Listen, I didn't make the rules. I just made them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the rules. I just I made them. I just made the rules. I just make the rules in Haku. Okay. No. Now that person has no. Lose focus when you're hungry. There we go. Now I've got my victims. I mean my characters. Snickers gets. Somebody say Snickers gets me hard. Who said no, that? No, like the end of the ad said Snickers gets some nuts. Get some nuts. Yeah. Well, it wasn't literally Jet Li, and now I feel like a racist. <laughs> and... I'm Jet Li in that entire ad, and I'm like, he's not even fucking I thought it was for some reason. Uh, no, so, yeah. man. so you know what I'm going to do? As, cause, so there's like an opening sequence to Final Fantasy 2. What I'm gonna do is tomorrow, so people can still see said opening <laughs> sequence. Yeah, all right. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just gonna start a new game, show the opening cutscene, and then load the right save file. That way, you know, everybody everybody gets to be a part of it. I like how the very first fight in here is against four enemies that all one shot you, and uh, yeah, that's fun. It's it's scripted, but still. I always wanted to be stronger through self-flatulation. What the hell is that noise? Is Ganon coming? Seriously. I'm scared. You guys don't hear that? Honey shit. Probably because it's yeah. coming from... I just heard what sounded like the scariest sound I've ever heard in my life. It's like, boom. To the family, boom, son. Boom. 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 I still need to get back. Well, no, I can't. Well, we'll have to wait. Like, I still need to get back to the Resident Evil 7. It's one of those Australian spiders. Oh. Uh, mmm. I'll get you. One day I'm going to see one of those spiders on your back wall and I'm going to freak the fuck out. 
Really? And Anthos is, it's going to be one of those big ass spiders. And Anthos is going to say, oh. Oh, yeah, no, that's oh. Steve. Steve. Spider. <laughs> Actually, I did, I did name a spider a while ago that was hanging around for a long time. Did you name it Steve? No. No. It wasn't, wasn't the um, spider from Battleborn named Steve? No, his um, name was Jeff. Jeff, yeah. Jeff the spider. Or, or no, he was, his name was Jeff, but he called spider. himself Arachnus. Spider. Spider. I'm a spider. I loved Arachnus. All right, gentlemen. I think it's about time we wrapped up this post-show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna ignore that uh, yeah. voice. Yeah. All right. That I uh, I had a, I had a crocodile hunter moment earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was an enemy called a were tiger, and I was like, that's a like that's a were tiger. One of the most ferocious creatures to stand on two legs, half man, half tiger. I'm gonna go stick my head in its mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck it. That's so at this, can I? Uh, oh. Hmm. What? Uh, Why do you always have to have uh, sex with it, Athos? Can I expect you for a poker room? Uh, what tonight? Uh, Friday. Friday? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's Saturday for me. Yeah, I'll be around definitely, dude. Pop, 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 poker face. Pop, pop, poker face. Thank you, your money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Mm -hmm. it was fun. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, here it is. Here you go, Mike. Check the. Uh... Is that an Australian spider? Yeah. What, what am I checking? It's curse? No, 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 no. no. Uh, he put a, yeah, he put a tweet. Yeah. Oh, that's the spider you named? Gandalf? Oh, that's yeah. not mm -hmm. so bad. I expected it to be bigger. Giggity. Yeah, it's pretty big. Nah. It's pretty fucking big. I've seen, I've, I've seen more impressive. Bigger ones, the bigger ones are harmless, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's just, it, it defines what kind of spider they are. Probably usually the way they hunt prey. They're too busy yeah. killing birds to kill a person. Yeah, well, they don't need um, they don't need any venom when they're larger ones. Yeah, because they're just they, they overpower with size, giggity. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I buy shields in this game? I need two shields immediately. <laughs> Please give me... The thing about Final Fantasy 2 is even if you do grind out, there's segments of the game where you have to use forced party members that only last for a certain portion of the game. And so you have to decide, am I seriously going to do this right now? I mean, is this, is this going to be my life? That's kind of uh, normal though, isn't it? Yeah. So, all right. That's, good. That's kind of an RPG trope. Yeah. You're an RPG trope. I mean... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go and do my my day, you guys. Do your All day. All right, you do that day. Do that day hard, damn it. All righty oh. then. Uh, so everybody, thank you for joining us for post show. We will. Uh, we'll see you in uh, next week. Next week. Right. See you. Also, I'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.